Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and welcome back. This week on the podcast, uh, we see if we lose some of our new listeners to the sound of us eating uh, mini chewy sweet tarts. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror and thriller. I have science fiction and <laughs> fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. So we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't find any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films another chance. Today's pick... On the podcast. Is John's pick... 1989's Tango and Gish. Now, Tango and Cash is a, what? Nothing. Warner Brothers movie that was released on December 22nd, 1989. Um, it had a budget of $55 million, but only grossed $63 million in the U.S. Now, you say, but that made money. But no, no, nay, nay, it didn't. Because once you start adding in, they had to, you know, produce it, and then they had to advertise it. Not, not a great sum of money. It got a six point... Sounds a little fishy. <laughs> okay, Mr. Dracula. <laughs> Did that movie make like a billion dollars? A little bit. <laughs> Which Elaine is still baffled as to why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, Go back and listen to our episode on Dracula. <laughs> well, it had a Metascore 41 and a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm. The director for this opus, if you will, uh-huh. I'm going to try not to mess this up, is Andrei Konchalovsky. Is he Russian? Um, we don't know. Funny you should ask if he's Russian. Let me think about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can say just... that because I had to look it up real quick. Okay. okay. Thanks for ruining the magic. <laughs> also, right. same birthday as me. The year's different. Same day. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I hope the year's different if he directed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when you were when nine. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, whatever. John's a prodigy director. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, that. But I did Citizen Kane as well. Yeah, <laughs> when he was three. <laughs> um, I can't say that he's done anything that anybody would know other than this movie. Uh, some of his other credits include the movie called The Inner Circle, mm-hmm. Shy yeah, People, Duet for One, Maria's Lovers. Any of these ringing a bell, Tony? No. All right, so I'm not even going to ask Carly. Nope. Actually, Carly might have heard some of these. She watches weird there stuff. There was a chance, but... If anybody's <laughs> going to listen to weird shit... Bam. <laughs> so it's starring Sylvester Stallone. Heard of him. Uh, welcome back to podcast, Sylvester Stallone. This is his third time on the podcast. What was his first one? Rocky? Nope. What was he in before? Demolition? No, no we, we didn't, didn't do that, that yet. That. It was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I oh, always yeah. forget that we talked about right. that on the podcast. Speaking of, welcome back. Um, of course, he's Sylvester Stallone. If you know what he was in, shit, come on. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, Kurt Russell, for the third time. Mm-hmm. It was his first thing on the podcast, Carly. Guardians of the Galaxy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she could, I thought she was going to say Big Trouble on China. Like, no! <laughs> then this is his fourth time. What else was he in? He was in the last movie that came out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's right, because I wanted to do a James Spader movie, because mm-hmm. you did a James Spader movie, and then Elaine did a James Spader movie, and then and I looked then at James Spader in... movies, and I'm like, wow, the only action adventure movie he's actually been in is The Avengers. I was inspired 
by Carly's James Spader to continue with James Spader. And you were inspired by my Kurt Russell to continue with Kurt Russell. No, I and I wonder what that. horror movie Jack Palance has been in that Tony is going to bring to us next. <laughs> because Tony loves him some Jack or maybe, City Slickers? Or maybe, maybe it'll be Byron James. Ponytail? Mm. I bet oh, he's been in a horror yeah. movie or two. <laughs> so, Elaine just did mention that uh, Jack Palance is in this. Um, what are some other flicks that he's been in, Tony? Oh, City Slickers, yeah, he Batman. Go right to City Slickers, Batman. Uh, he was in Ripley's. Shane. Shane? Shane. Oh, wow. The Western. Um, and some other stuff. Prancer Returns. Tony's been working on his Jack Plants impression. Palance. All week. <laughs> uh, Terry Hatcher was in this. You may know her from uh, this little ditty called... Nope, we're going to say that. Lois and Clark. You thought I was going to say Desperate Housewives, but no. Lois and Clark. She was also in Tomorrow Never Dies, and that's pretty much all I can remember her from. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian James is um, Ponytail. Ponytail. He's been in a bunch of stuff that you really don't remember. He was in The Fifth Element. He was in Striking Distance. He was in Blade Runner. Is he just random bad guy number three? He, he was in Lethal Weapon. No, he wasn't. Wasn't he? The first one? No, he wasn't. I thought he was. He wasn't. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure he was in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, okay. Still Then loving. who's the guy in Lethal Weapon? You're talking about the immortal Mr. Fu? No, the <laughs> henchman from Lethal Weapon. Gary Busey? He <laughs> was not the henchman in Lethal <laughs> yes, Weapon. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Mr. Joshua? All right. Mr. Joshua was so Gary Busey. I thought this other guy was in Lethal Weapon. I'm going to have the to look at Lethal Weapon. Is he Immortal Mr. Fu and Mr. Joshua? Those are the only two I remember. Right, because he wasn't not in this, because I know he wasn't in this. Well, keep, again, look it up for us, and I'm going to look and see who I thought. <laughs> I mean, I guess I... I don't know why you'd think he was Could possibly be Gary Busey. It was 100% Gary Busey. could be. <laughs> It was considering that it was. While Elaine looks that up, we're going to say welcome back Wait, to... No, it definitely has to be Lethal Weapon 2. It's the well, one that's with... that's different. Well, he wasn't in that either. <laughs> I know what you're thinking of, the um, the the henchman of the guy, but he was... Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't, that wasn't him either. James Hong, welcome back to the podcast. Um, James Hong was in Big was Trouble in China. He was Lopan. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as we saw him, I was like, oh my God! <laughs> wasn't that guy in Big Trouble in yeah. China? Waste. Yeah. Wasted in I this said, was movie. Was that Lopan? So he's like, yeah. <laughs> this is the biggest waste of a character since they put, um, uh, since the Great Wall with uh, fucking, uh, Jesus. Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe wasted in the Great Wall. They have James Hong and he's wasted. Yeah, I agree that. Okay, well, that's interesting. So, what do we have next? Reviews? Yes. I really should do copies. Or you can talk, or we can talk about what we thought going in. Now, nah, let me do reviews first. Here's one. Is it from Roger Ebert? Your <laughs> no, least this favorite one's... reviewer? <laughs> this is um, The Jebra. The Jebra. That's what it's listed at. Okay. Unadulterated sheer brilliance. The perfect film. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you if this is a good one or the bad one. <laughs> Almost spilled my coffee at you. This masterpiece of Americana is perhaps the greatest film ever made. Whoa! This is for real? Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> sheer magnetism and Kurt Russell's commanding stage presence has yielded a sonnet of likes which the films, all other films aspire to be. Well, I agree with that. That sounds to me like one of those articles written at, like by The Onion or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is somebody making fun of it. Well, we're going to put in contrast... Leave the weapon knockoff, eight. 
don't know why it's eight, but it's eight. This is from Gazzo-2. Gazzo fuck himself. Basically. <laughs> All right, this is pretty good for what it is. Stallone and Russell, Russell's take only the weapon. Stallone does a pretty good job of being the low-key guy here. Russell is a loose cannon. Their gunfights, fights, escapes, prison getaway. They do both have the mullets, the jeans, and the boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My is mostly of Sly and Glasses. The pickup from hell, a lot of car chases, and a real good... This is a spoof, air to it all. Pounds choose the scenery. Brian James does his usual good villain work. What more could you want? Okay. Well, thank you for your review, Mr. Gazzo. So what did you think going in, Elaine? Okay, so I can't remember the first time I saw this movie because I'm pretty sure... Well, I I know 100% we had had this on VHS. This is one of my dad's favorite movies. We watched this a ton of times. Um, So I don't ever remember disliking this movie, so I was excited to see it again. (laughs) In fact, I watched it one and a half times (laughs) because I caught the second half when John was watching it, and then I watched it again. There you go. What about you, Carly? I... Didn't know if I had ever seen it. I thought it was going to be a buddy cop movie. That's all I got. Wow. Okay. I think that out? was a yes to both 89. of them. <laughs> I want to say... Whoever's left. I want to say I saw it in the theater, but I don't think I did. But either way, I know I've seen it a million times, and I had it on VHS as well. So... But you you let us borrow your copy, and then he yeah. found his copy. Oh, I to... I'm not sure which one That's okay. we watched. Which first, copy? The first no, we one watched I found. ours. It looks exactly the same from yeah. the picture you sent. Mm-hmm. I will say, I put the DVD in, and Tony had fallen asleep. I put the DVD in, and I went to like change into my pajamas. And when I came back, it had just started. There was no <laughs> screen where I had to click play or anything. Oh, yeah, this is an old And then I'm like, wake up, Tony, the movie's on. <laughs> My DVD's trained. It knows when to just... It knows, it knows when <laughs> to hold them. It knows when to fold them. We, we need to get to it. All right. When did I first see Tango and Cash? I believe I saw this in the theaters, as a matter of fact. When you were nine. When I was nine. We, don't, don't judge my parents. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I saw this in the theater. I'm not judging your parents. He's like, when you were nine. Yeah, when, when I was nine. When you were nine? nine? Yeah. Nine. So? There wasn't any boobies in this. Yes, there was. Yeah, yes, there was. There was. There was actually more than one set of boobies in this. But my mom didn't know that going in. <laughs> it's like when I went to see Varsity Blues, and I went with my very Catholic best friend, and her mother took us. <laughs> and she was yeah, like... In the whipped cream bikini scene? She was like, do not tell your father. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than the whipped cream bikini scene oh, in that movie. There's right in the beginning where um, there's the coitus on the washing machine. There's the hot for teacher stripper. That's true. There's exactly. when they have the sex ed talk about penises. Kind of want to watch. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pedro. Her mother was horrible. She had no idea what she was getting into. Kind of want to watch Blues now. Yeah, there was the party where they all get drunk and what's and the fat guy pukes into the washing machine. Yeah, that's the same scene as when there's the coitus on the I washing know. machine. On the well, that was in the dryer, Ooh, I guess. Because yeah. <laughs> it can't do it on both. Quality Paul Walker in that movie. I don't know about quality, Paul Walker. <laughs> it was early, Paul Walker. All we'll Paul Walker that. is quality. Oh, we need to go back through. I mean, may he rest in peace. May he, uh, go back <laughs> through his uh, IMDb, but... Uh. This movie is great. So was The Skulls. Was another good the one. The Skulls was not great. I enjoy that movie. Fuck. I've never seen that. She said, really? You know what he was great in? She's all that. 
He was excellent in that. Quality Paul Walker. Quality Paul Walker. We should do that for the podcast. She but it's a drama that. and romance. It's and, not underrated. <laughs> we're all looking at Carly. It's Who's not got, underrated. She's, she's going she's to do Splash next. <laughs> Never seen it. It's Really? Honestly. When would she have seen Splash? (laughs) I don't know. It was only came out before she was born, so anytime between her birth to now. (laughs) I mean, mean, there's an area of, I'm sure there was a couple hours that she wasn't doing some shit. (laughs) All right, well, go home and watch Splash. Think about Oh, really? Do you recall that Splash is a great movie? (laughs) I like Splash. What? No, no. What do you remember about Splash? Remember when she was in the bathtub and he was breaking in? She had to hop out and dry her legs with a hair dryer. Is that the only thing you remember from Splash? <laughs> no, I, remember, I remember a lot about Splash. That was the first thing that came to mind. If we're not reviewing Splash, I get into Splash in greater detail at another day. Maybe I'll give it a second look because it's definitely a fantasy. Oh. That's true. I'll allow. Well, she it's a mermaid. She turns into a fish. I, I know. I'm kidding. She's a fish. And he grabs the hose and hoses her down and he's like, ah, ha, ha. That was cool. Back to Dangling Cash. <laughs> right, so, the movie opens, and we hear Sly say, Let's do it. Why did he say that? I don't know. Like, I expected there to be like a rap song or something, but there wasn't. We just get Warner now Brothers this is Presents. Old school. Yeah, Warner Brothers Presents Tango. Cash. Cash. Tango. I'm doing my Jack Pounds. It's not very good. <laughs> Tony's is pretty good. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come up. If we want the podcast to take three hours. <laughs> so we open to a semi-truck driving, and Tango pursues. The, I guess the helicopter who's flying overhead says, uh, we're going to help you. And he's like, don't. I want to do this by myself. First of all, what's the helicopter going to do? Land in front of it? Mm. Nothing. I don't know. Does nothing but follow, because that's yeah. what the helicopter does. I don't know what the helicopter thought it was like... Why it was necessary to tell the well, helicopter he was going to do it by itself because the on helicopter... On the single needs... road in the desert? Yeah. <laughs> Where are they going? They're going to go four-wheeling? Out of their jurisdiction. The, that's so, so Tango zooms by the semi-truck. You know, like he's hauling buns, you know. If I was a semi-truck, I would have stopped going the other way. Because <laughs> he flew by. And he pulls his car and he, he blocks both lanes of traffic. And what does he do? He pulls out the world's tiniest gun. He pulls out a snub-nosed 38. <laughs> So now we have a semi-truck. Which was already loaded with expended casings that he has to empty and reload. I don't think those are expended casings. I think he got special bullets for this. I don't I mean, but why would he unload it to reload it? So you have good armor piercing rounds. Yeah. I don't know. He could have had hollow points in and he wanted to put solid slugs or something. Right. So he just, empties his gun while the truck is zooming at him. I wish I would have paid attention to that. Now that you mentioned yeah, it. I just, I don't know. I didn't even think of that. And he reloads, but he's got a quick loader, so it's okay. Yeah. And he's ready, and he... First of all, if you're shooting at a truck, don't shoot at the truck who's driving at you. Second of all, if you're going to shoot at a truck, you're going to want something with a little bit more like kick a, than a, a thirty-eight a rifle. <laughs> I'm going to. This is going to happen a lot, so I'm just going to stop you right here and say, don't do anything that they did in this movie. Yeah, yeah these, these guys true. are bad cops. Yeah. This that's is a true. whole. This whole whole movie so, has. Don't try this at home. Stamped all over. Us. He doesn't this say. In reality, this is a fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say stop, halt. Please don't shoot me. Please don't run me over. No. He just starts cracking off rounds at the driver and the passenger. And they're telling him, this guy's crazy. <laughs> so much that they decide they better stop before they run this guy over. Because he's fired, what, four or five shots? Which, why don't they just slow, around, slow down and go around him? 
That's what I would have done. He went around them, clearly. Yeah. It's possible. Well, he's blocking both lanes of traffic. Yeah, but it's not like a giant ditch. It's just desert. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We know these trucks drive on sand. We've all seen Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs) So they hit the brakes, and they stop just feet in front of Ray Tango. But not only do they stop, they go through a windshield. <laughs> and land in front of them. They go through a fucking windshield. <laughs> to be this fair, it was weakened by the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Yeah. So what does he do? He stands over them. You guys like jewelry? And he throws the handcuffs at him and says, do the honors. <laughs> Cuff yourself. <laughs> While he's sure. wearing a three-piece suit, he's like, do the honors. Wow. So, but as soon as this happens, then the cavalry arrives. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all, the local jurisdiction shows up, and they're not happy. Ray's <laughs> captain shows up and is giving him shit for being outside his jurisdiction. Can we talk about Ray's captain's sunglasses? Or and the why neon, he's there? The neon green sunglasses. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing when you're doing an illegal pursuit outside of your jurisdiction, your boss is going to want to come talk the to you. The most your favorite I'm sure he's going to want to show <laughs> it's up. Not, <laughs> it's not my favorite tertiary prop. 1989. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. I will, get, I will tell you my favorite tertiary prop at the end. Okay. It's not the sunglasses. I, I, rem- write that down so we remember because I have mine as well. All right, oh, tertiary prop. Oh, uh, but it's like, oh, fuck yeah, I got mine. I, I don't, but I'll try to think of one while we're doing this. Okay. Um. Okay, so... Uh, the, the, the officers are in the truck. They're searching it, and they only find gas. And they're, that's it. it I want your truck. badge. I want your gun. I want your ass. <laughs> what's with this guy? He thinks he's Rambo. So he hits him with a line here. Carly, what's the line? I think he says Rambo's a pussy. That's right. He says Rambo is a pussy, and then shoots the <laughs> gas truck. <laughs> And everybody, including people watching, goes, oh, shit, and covers their face. <laughs> because they all expected to go boom. But it's just cocaine. But he goes, oh, would you look at that? It's snowing. And, and he, then, <laughs> then, what does he do? He grabs what does a, this great cop do? He grabs he a handful of them. under it and licks it. And licks it. <laughs> Anybody want to get high? Tastes like cocaine. <laughs> I do it all the time. Obviously. I would <laughs> not so know 80s. A little booger that? sugar for you. It's so 80s. So with a handful of booger sugar, he's all happy now. Ha ha, I win. They're like, no, this is still illegal, <laughs> and these guys are going to get off. But no, it's it's no because it's this fantasy movie, movie is a fantasy. So, yeah. <laughs> this, In this world, you could just where, jurisdiction doesn't count. You could just like, start the plot holes shooting at people movie, when you think they have drugs in the car. Probable the, cause, you can execute the plot them. holes in this movie are so big you could have drove that tanker truck through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're not going to do that. So we meet Jack Palance. Who is with Lopan. Oh, sorry, not Lopan. Quan. Quan <laughs> and Lopez. And they was talking about Tango disrupting their drug business. Mm-hmm. So we cut the cash. If it's not Tango, it's cash. <laughs> we cut the cash. We went to his apartment. Looks like a nice place. Not really. <laughs> well, he's driving that fancy car in the neighborhood. I was like, ooh, he's going to come back and not have tires. <laughs> and he grabs his paper and he looks and right on the cover on the top is Tango. He says, Armani and a badge. <laughs> Flips it over. There's a good looking guy. Because it's him. He's at the bottom. The top cops. So That's right. The two best cops in L.A. Just then, uh, a Chinese gentleman <laughs> shoots him. Through a mirror. And luckily, in the, in the chest, twice. And luckily for our hero here. He's wearing an invisible bulletproof vest. <laughs> Thank you! 
No, she's wearing that Wakanda blanket. <laughs> so I guess he's wearing a vest. In the very next scene, you can see his pecs through his t-shirt. He is not <laughs> wearing a vest as he's running after the guy. Don't worry about that. There is no vest. Um, so you skipped over the part where you had gun boots. And we're worried more about his pecs. Well, it was the first thing that really so took me out of that's the way. <laughs> Well, he shoots Gabe twice, and Gabe starts to go out the window, and and what's his name, Lopez? Lo- no, that no. What's the he guy? Just, oh, the henchman. He's Chinese henchman. thug. Okay, well, he comes towards him, and then he he has his gun in his boot, and he shoots him with. He's his, got his bazooka. How boots. you aim with this gun boot? I don't know, but he he shoots him. Oh, we'll get to that shoots later. Him and makes him scared. <laughs> but he Honestly, shoots him. I totally missed the gun boot the first time. Like, this oh. this time, I didn't even notice it. Well, at this point, the chase is on, and we get down to a parking garage. Which is super fucking busy. Oh, God. <laughs> so many people in this parking and garage. And every car on this level has an insurance So, <laughs> yeah. our henchman has a car. I don't know if he stole his car or not. doesn't really can't it's tell. It's pretty badass. But he's though. driving at a lady who's got a, a shrubber cart full of cans. So he pushes her out of the way and then kicks the, the, the cart in front of the truck. Why is there a lady in a parking garage? Because she's collecting with cans. With a shopping cart full of cans. She's collecting cans. Because she was probably going <laughs> to the trash can to collect cans because yeah. this is back when you could get money from that. Yeah. It was a return, yeah. Not a lot of parking garages so, have trash cans. What's, what's the first thing <laughs> you do the trash after truck this? Get there? You know, someone has just tried to run you over with a car, he shot at you. You steal a car. You steal a car, that's right. Literally. You steal, you steal a car from a nice, I'm guessing he's. Russian or Lithuanian I'm or I think Eastern. He's Russian he's no, but he was celebrating right? something. He had presents in his yeah. car. He had something on his T-shirt, so that made me think he was Russian, but I can't remember what it was. It was well, Glo- was it Glasgow? Glasgow? Glasnost? I, I forget. I don't know. But anyway, so we get the car chase starts, and we get our first chance to see some boobs. Oh, yeah. There's a woman and a guy in the back of a car, and she pops up. And how about that nipple placement, huh? <laughs> that was outstanding nipple placement. <laughs> It really threw me. I was like, oh, oh, I guess they're having sex in the parking garage. Right. In the middle, in of, the middle the of the day. day. Wow. Well, Skyrocket's in this flight. Bu- busiest parking garage ever. <laughs> I know. That dude with the presents could have looked over at any time and saw the in the boots. And the lady with the can. I mean, there's people everywhere in this parking garage. Yeah. Okay, so what does is, what is Cash do to stop the, the car chase? He rams another car into this guy's car. <laughs> And I think he hit a bunch of cars in, in the oh, way. Oh, yeah. every car on this level. There Seriously. was actually two cars he didn't hit on the entire level, so, you know, Geico wasn't happy about that. <laughs> and he runs up to the guy, and he points a gun at him and says, what's the matter, Ace? Got a little headache? Because he hit his head on Because he hit his head on the steering wheel, right. And then our our um, Slavic friend comes running up, and he's yelling at him. My and that's when, he points to, that's when he points to his shirt. I just came yeah. from uh, Grasco Stroika. Welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> he didn't say the you're a dick. That's just John. That was me. Mm-hmm. Cut to Tango, who's in a three-piece suit, and he's walking and talking with his co-workers. Because that's what you do. Being, being cool as ice. You see him go into the police station, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. He's LA. I haven't seen a police station this beautiful since the last time I watched Beverly Hills Cop. I'll say it's since <laughs> the weapon. Well, we weapon they sang, too. This is the last yeah. time we watched a fantasy cop movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we get to learn that Catherine is in his office. We don't know who Catherine is at this point. We know it's Terry Hatcher. It's a younger, attractive lady who came mm-hmm. to see a younger, attractive man in his own office. He's a lieutenant. I and thought it was his girlfriend. Well, that's the, what's implied. Yeah. That's what's implied. Which is what you're supposed to think. Yeah. You're supposed to deduce that early for the spin, the, the switcheroo later. 
She's going on a dance. A dance tour. A dance tour. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, at least give me the phone number so I can reach you. Like, can I just call you? Ooh. This is before, uh, this is when you really get that, oh, she's going to be a. She's that kind of girl. She keeps telling him she needs some space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, again, would be lead to the girlfriend thing. Which makes it sound like she's kind of breaking up with him. Yeah. So, but we're interrupted for an important call from a stockbroker. He's on a margin call. Which, if you know anything about stocks, is important because you I buy know. things on mar margin, you owe money. So he may, you know, depending on which way it goes. But Seemed anyway. important, but I don't. But Catherine takes this opportunity to go, all right, peace out, homie. He's like, and don't leave. And like, she leaves while like, on the phone. Don't leave. And she's like, bitch, please. And takes off. <laughs> and we cut back to Cash, who's in the elevator now. And what is he doing? He's acting all cool as can be about he's, being shot. He's pulling bullets out of his bulletproof vest. Out of vest. his bulletproof vest that he had all which, the entire which, time, which, Carly. Which has now turned visible. <laughs> and huge. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, look at this. Barely had to wear the vest because you weren't wearing one. <laughs> he's like, oh, what is this? These bullshit slugs here. Didn't even need it. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Then he's like, get me a new vest. Yeah. He's like, hey, 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 Ted, get me a new vest, would you? Yeah. Whoa, 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 pizza. Because some guy's walking by yeah. with just random pizza in a police station. Let me explain something to you. Take some. I'm pretty sure that if you're walking through there with pizza, they're not walking out with pizza. Because that guy <laughs> was heading for the elevator. Not happening. Really, if you bring pizza to any work, yeah. you're not leaving with pizza. Yeah. Like, this reminds me of a story. Unless it's terrible pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it like, be the worst Elaine and I were pizza. at a barbecue once, and someone had brought a plate of cookies. Mm -hmm. And we didn't get a chance to eat the cookies, and they were leaving early. So as this man said, all right, I'm leaving, and I'm grabbing my plate with a full plate of cookies. This was about 25 feet from where the cookies were to the door. He got to the door. Not a plate, not a cookie on the Damn. plate. Damn. Ah. We went out those cookies like... <laughs> we weren't even hungry anymore, but every single fucking person... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Because that's what happens. You're not leaving with those cookies? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? We're going to want a cookie in an hour. <laughs> and he stood there, looked at the plate, looked at us, animals, and left. <laughs> and we weren't hungry, but we had cookies. But where am I? All right, so we're back to, to this, and uh, oh... Cash wants to talk to the guy who shot him. And his captain is like, you want no. to talk to the guy who took a shot at you? Forget it. <laughs> well, guess what's the, the very next thing that happens after his captain told me not to talk to this guy. Carly, what happens? He goes into a strange locker room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slash locker room slash bathroom slash interrogation room. room. Yeah. Slash. <laughs> where, we, where we find our, our same assassin <laughs> taking a leak. Cash comes in until the other guys to, you know, take it on um, the arches, you know? And he tells the nice man, have a seat. Pulls the chair out, <laughs> and falls down, and puts a, a folding chair on, his, on his neck. Pretty sweet. Because we've heard that he doesn't speak English. And he's like, okay, well, you're going to learn today. And he asks him who hired him. And someone interrupts. Another officer walks in. Sees him leaning on this guy's throat and goes, what's going on? He goes, English, 101. And then the guy leaves. And the guy's like, sure. This is totally normal. Oh. So at this point, the guy gives uh, Cash an address to check out. So Cash says, oh, okay. I'm sorry for uh, crushing your larynx, but whatever. He definitely speaks English, though. He, he understood every question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we cut back to Tango. Tango's meeting with his uh, captain, who tells him that exact same address. Tony, what was that address? I don't remember. I don't know either. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. His... his Captain calls him a Beverly Hills Wop, which is a bit <laughs> racist, <laughs> but pretty funny. Yeah, well, only if you're Italian. Everybody else is. Okay. 
You're okay, Tony. Thanks. All right, so <laughs> he wants to know why he's doing this. Action. What was Gabe's though? Gabe had one too, though. Yeah, he did. I remember. I can't. I, remember I didn't write it down. Was. It wasn't as racist as Beverly. No. Was no, but the captain then says, "If you really wanted to stare death in the eye, you should have gotten married." Mm-hmm. Is, that says, Is that a proposal? Is that a proposal? So we cut to Perrette, who's greeted by Ponytail. Yes, he has another name in this movie, but I don't call him by that in my notes. He's Ponytail. That's because that's what Cash calls him. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. And Tango. Tango calls Everybody calls him Ponytail. But. So Ponytail's there, so is Quan and Lopez. They talk about having to deal with Tango and Cash. Give me a, give me a Jack Pounds. Rats in a maze. <laughs> Men in a cage. That's actually not bad. <laughs> Luckily, he has mice as visual aids while he talks yeah, about he tango and cash. weird with these mice. He's like, <laughs> no fucking sense. This is so hard to follow. Quan and Lopez want to kill Tango and Cash, and he's like, no, that's not how you do this. <laughs> it makes sense, though, for him to say, we kill them. They're going to go. Two more are going to spring up. Right, you're going to have all that war with the police. Yes. But it doesn't make sense that we're trying to have a meeting and you're kissing these mice. <laughs> <laughs> And Elaine talked about people chewing these soft chewies, and she's the one who just poured the bag out. So. Well, I wanted some. Um, also, Jack Palance, he's seen Peretti, or how, what? Perrette. 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 He's the governor. He seems to have way <laughs> too much money, because his hideout is weird. It's like, who's bananas? We he see got... that compound. <laughs> we'll get to that. Like, well, let's... he says they both cost him millions and millions. Like 60 million and well, we're not even there twice yet. as that. He's got like, that's the, $200 million. He's got the wall of TVs and he has a mouse maze. Like, who, what? <laughs> he has a video phone. We'll a... get to that. It's, it's a bit much. In 1989, he had a video phone. Like, he wasn't Skyping. <laughs> I do understand his desire not to kill them. Keep them alive. Well, he lays out, uh, gives an outline of a plan to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, you don't want to make martyrs of them. Yeah, get them out of the picture. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, don't make martyrs of them. It makes sense. Like I got a plan. I get That's it. That's a solid plan. But, but I he, don't need the visual aid of the rats. Yes, but he's nuttier than uh, <laughs> but, you know, the fruitcake. I don't know. They're his a little... Squirrel turd. <laughs> a squirrel turd. <laughs> they're his pets, that's turd. for sure. Yeah. He cares more about those rats than any it's of the people. In this so <laughs> they're mice. They're not rats. They're mice. Mice. Mm-hmm. mice. mice are much cuter than rats. That's right, because they're smaller. So we cut to a Ponytail, who's at the address. And I think we even get some, some 1980s music. Yeah. He does this cool pick-up-a-briefcase thing, and Tango is, like, following him. Mm-hmm. Tango sees him. But guess who shows up as well? Cash. Cash. My buddy Cash. Why do you say it like that? I right? don't know. Do we have a favorite character situation here? <laughs> the wait and see. Might be a tie. <laughs> Tango's in hot pursuit. So he's like footsteps away from this guy, but then he loses him. <laughs> Instead of, you know, staying hot on the heels of Ponytail, no, he's out in Wonderland. Like, oh, crap, I lost him. And does he run into Ponytail? No, he runs right into Cash. And we have a great, great, great thing here. Because... Tango and Cash meet each other, and Cash has this weird revolver with, like, the giant scope giant on it. Giant <laughs> old 80s uh, laser scope on it. And he's like, you're lucky I didn't kill you. And he's like, you're lucky I didn't kill you. And he's like, you never hit me with that gun. He's got his 38 in his hand, and he's off in the, in the middle of nowhere. And he goes, no, not that gun. And he goes, this gun. And he's got, like, I don't know, it's like a 45, and yeah. he's holding it right to his tallywhacker. 
I did like how he said, this is my case. I've been working it for three months. He says, well, I've been working it for 30 minutes, and I got here already. And, I'm all <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'm and all he's like, up. oh, you know who I am? And he's like, yeah, you're the second best cop in L.A. It's like, funny, <laughs> I heard the same thing about you. The banter here. It's, it's some just, pretty good it's, banter. It's good. Oh. So they, they decide, okay, you know what? Hey, we don't know exactly where Ponytail went, but let's kick in this door. <laughs> <laughs> so they kick in a door. Well, well they Tango hear voices or something. Tango's like, we're gonna go on three, and he's like, one, two, two and then <laughs> and then Cash does three and goes in. Because <laughs> they agree that Tango would go in first, and yeah. and Cash it's jumps his in. bus. He goes on two. And what is he like, trick or treat or something like that? Or ah, oh no, he goes, what's the score, babe? Yeah. <laughs> and Tango comes in, my turn. Don't freeze or don't move. And they walk over and they find that this guy's dead, like eighty nine. So this is like disco dead, yeah. not happening. Fried chicken. And like, he's wired. Why the hell is he wired? Just, you know, as soon as you say, why is he wired, what happens? Oh, the feds oh some in. of the angriest cops I've ever seen. <laughs> Those, <laughs> are Those are feds. They, it's like they have a vendetta. Those yep. guys are pissed. <laughs> they come in and tell him, drop the gun. He's like, oh no, we're on the same team. Like, drop the gun or I'll fucking kill you. And they'll be like, yep, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> And they it's put the a gun little down. bit much. Yeah, they put and the gun down. And if they were all right there, how did they not know the guy was already dead? <laughs> but anyway, so then the head FBI they were probably agent. out in the surveillance van, and it yeah. took them a minute to get there. Right. Well, one of them was on the take. It yeah, we'll get to that. More it than was one of them, I think. A bit much. <laughs> well. I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> these guys don't even know that. <laughs> so they, the FBI agent pushes their guns out of the way and grabs a gun. On the floor. On the floor with a silencer and Cash and goes, that's, my, that's gun. my gun. Which, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Why's my gun here? Well, I'm pretty sure he's a good law-abiding citizen and the gun's registered to him. No. They're going to find out anyway. They're going to know that here in about uh, a week. I don't know. If your gun was on the ground <laughs> where you hadn't left it, would you, automatically assume, would you automatically recognize that that was your gun? Nope. I don't know because this is the same guy that looked at his gun and goes, my sights are off yeah. by looking at it. Yeah. Like, Wow. Yeah, he's been fucking with my he gun. He knows the shit out of his gun. Mm-hmm. He knows his guns. All right. So it's kind of all about guns. We get the line, you're going down for this. <laughs> and Tango's like, I didn't come with this man. I don't know this man. And with your permission, I'll be leaving without this man. <laughs> nope. Nope, they're both under arrest. Dum, dum, dum. Get some newspaper headlines. Mm-hmm. We go into the strangest trial. <laughs> <laughs> It was very different. Somehow they're both on trial in the same at the same time well, with before, separate lawyers. <laughs> yeah, before that, that, well, that, that is actually that can happen. happen. Oh, well, just then, Ponytail um, shows up and he says, "Hair." Barrett says they use this tape. Gives him a tape. Drives away. Tango's captain is trying to figure out what they have, and, what, and then we hear they have a tape, and Tango and Cash shooting the victim. It's like, oh, that's not good. So court starts. And the tape gets authenticated by um, Skinner. The tape guy. Who's, a, who's an oscilloscope. <laughs> he found it to be genuine. He's an expert. Tango and Cash joke we about... S- the tape out. sounded weird, by the that way. That gentleman <laughs> is a reoccurring character. Does anybody know what movie we've seen this gentleman in Water before? Waterworld. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it when you said that. I was like, yeah, I feel like Elaine's been waiting for this guy to pop up so she could say that. He's the old wise man with the balloon. Mm-hmm. Well, Tango and Cash in the middle of their murder trial are joking about pulling out people's tongues and using a chainsaw, and they call one guy Jabba the Hutt. Everybody that speaks against him, basically. He was the old, was he the old man in Monsters? No, that wasn't him. 
No. no. Okay. Soft disappear in this? When we no? get out no. of this, we're going to have to go visit him. I'll bring the chainsaw. <laughs> I'll bring the beer. <laughs> the Chinese gentleman who cashed out on his chest is testifying. Cash says, the scarecrow can speak English. Because that's what you want to yell during your murder trial. He, he, I think he called him Squarecrow. He yells out some racist shit during this movie. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, Tango's lawyer tells him that he should take a deal. But he wants to talk to Cash. Because that's how he says it. I want to talk to Cash. That's why I say it like that. Because that's how he says it. So Tango and Cash are both pretty lackadaisical about having to go to prison for 18 months. Like, yeah, I'm going to do 18 months in Lompoc uh, Country Club. So here they open the gym early. Well, it's like they early. say, they don't put cops in regular prison with the general yeah. population, and they're That's going true. to minimum security. So they are taking a plea deal. They're never going to be able to be cops yeah. again. Yeah, but I mean, it's the end but, of their yeah, career. But they don't talk about the fact that they're never going to be able to be cops again. No, no that's which, pretty, so, which, I think that's self-evident. You get committed for murder. <laughs> but you think that that would be a an, an important factor. Yeah. Something um, that they would mention, just a, a hint. I don't think that needs mission. to be mentioned, because, you know, even at nine years old, I was pretty sure if you get committed to murder, you're not a cop anymore. You lose but, your job uh, on that kind of thing. Neither of them seem too concerned about what's going to happen when they get you know, out. But they're going to spend 18 months in minimum security prison without I mean, they're, population. They're fucked. I could see Tango know. being okay because he looks like he's got some money yeah. in the stock market that he'd been yeah. hinted at. And if people, why are you doing this? You have money. So that's not a problem. But Cash doesn't seem to give a shit. Cash might be the new mob boss next Well, year. maybe he <laughs> figures... switching sides. Maybe he figures when he gets out, he'll go to work with that dude he uh, visits a lot that makes all the guns. Owen? Yeah. No. Not that he would really be technically allowed to do Cause that. Because Owen's, <laughs> Owen's family. Maybe. 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 All right. So, they agree to do it. Cash and Tango, uh, they say they got to make a statement. Well, who's going to make the statement? And Cash is like, well, what's your birthday? It's May. <laughs> um, yeah, he says May. And then Cash says February. I'll make the statement. And he goes August 16th, which is coincidentally, coincidentally my son's birthday. I wrote that down. I read your file. I, I read your, your file. Birthday is. August sixteenth. Isn't when that when you were hatched? You wrote down that it was your son's birthday. I wrote Cash and Crow Trafizio have the same birthday. Sorry <laughs> to steal your thunder there, love. <laughs> I or, did not write that. Because <laughs> you probably didn't. You probably didn't know it was his birthday, but you will know. I knew it was in August. <laughs> and all of our fine listeners out there will know that August sixteenth is my son's birthday. Also, Gabriel Cash's birthday. Also, Gabriel Cash. So send a birthday card to one of them. You know what would have been (laughs) even cooler? If John had let me name Cross Gabriel like I wanted to. (laughs) True story. I don't regret it, not even a little bit. (laughs) But it would be cooler if they had the same birthday and they had the same name. Then we could get them exploding bazooka boots. (laughs) Would you (laughs) let him wear exploding bazooka boots? (laughs) I feel like if you got my son exploding bazooka boots, I would not be told. Um, <laughs> I think your That's son true. prefers Stallone over Kurt Russell as that is loves also, Rocky. That is also true. I'm sure he prefers Stallone over Kurt Russell. He'd be wrong, but I'm sure that he does. <laughs> All right. Well, that's like your opinion, man. No. And it's the correct one. It's a moo point. You know, like a cow's opinion. <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's my friend's reference for the day. <laughs> oh, where do these things come from? All right. So we're back in court. And Tango's going to give the speech. And he gives a very eloquent speech about how much he loves being a police officer. Yada, yada, yada. He hopes it doesn't reflect the police officers yeah. that he was found guilty. I feel his speech is stupid. No, he's just speaking Because he's the heart. about to take a plea deal and he talks about how great cops are. No, because you're just, you're taking a plea deal and admitting you killed this guy. Yes, but he's taking a plea deal because he's saying that I hope Can't this doesn't, win. please just, don't make this look bad on the police department. This was us, just, not them. I just feel like 
Cash's speech is better than Well, Cash does follow oh, up. he does get applause. Elaine, you want to give the whole speech? <laughs> no, I don't have it written down. This so whole thing is fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you had to write that down? Yes. <laughs> he wishes he could be as, as, as eloquent. As eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the fucking crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so they're um, sentenced to 18 months in minimum security prison. And the judge agrees, and they're off to jail. Mm-hmm. Pret is with Quan, and Quan wants to know what happens in 18 months when they get out. <laughs> Pret says, no, I wouldn't worry about that. I don't think they're going to get out. Yeah, cops in jail usually don't do too well. Especially, you know, in with minimum. real maximum security prisons. Yeah, but they were with real slime balls, not quality people like, like in this establishment here. Right. That's my Desperado reference. Could you, I'm aware. You do it all the time now. I do. I don't know why. Well, I stopped doing the other bit. This is my new bit. All right, so we cut the tango and Cash ending up in prison. And he, Cash is welcome to Club Fed. And as soon as he looks out, he's like, uh... Yeah, it does not look like a country club. It's not in Kansas anymore. And then they said, well, at least they won't put us in Gen Pop. They never put cops in Gen don't Pop. Don't worry. And Tango says his underwear is riding up to his throat. So now we get a little walk and talk. And know what time it is? It's time for ass, ass chat. chat. It's time for ass chat. Shower time. What'd you think about that butt placement, Tony? I have no opinion. <laughs> you have no opinion about their butts? I mean, they had two cheeks and I assume a hole in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jello, a big coffee. <laughs> That was beautiful. I did think it was odd that in this prison that we saw, and Mm -hmm. there's people everywhere, and there's guards everywhere, somehow they're in the shower together having a private conversation. No other people are in there showering. There's no guards. Well, they just got there, so. They They got process in. Part of the the intake process is to take a shower and then change into the the prison garb. I'm sure that's probably a real thing. As they're been because they strip you been when you get to jail, they strip you naked. They got to give you, you know, the full a body cavity search. search. And he still had his necklace on. <laughs> that was yeah, that they would have. Ta- they probably would have taken that away. They would but, all that shit away. But still, it, it didn't seem weird. And they're not going to have guards in the actual shower. But good news is that um, Tango's Maybe underwear not. problem up in his throat was gone. Soft. All soft. Cash this did- is where we first we get the first joke about uh, tiny penises. I don't yes. remember it, but I know there was a tiny penis joke. Yes, there was. We'll get to that. We're going to get to that. Hold on. we got to get to... There was some tallywhacker talk. Yeah, we'll get to tallywacker talk in a minute. So, they're in the shower, and Cash is like, I'm trying to figure out who did it. Who do you think it was? Quan? He's like, no, I got it. It's Lopez. Lopez. And then he says some racist stuff about the guy who set him up. He's like, so you think it was Quan? Meanwhile, it was Lopez. He goes, what do you think? And he goes... And Tango's like, uh, you know, I think- with your IQ... <laughs> Without a gun, you may not be armed, but you're still very, very dangerous. <laughs> he goes, all right, well, who do you think did it? He goes, I don't know yet. He goes, well, you don't know, shit. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it was a really good scene. So at that point, Tango, I mean, Cash just reaches down right in front of a naked Tango. And he's like, whoa, 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 What are you doing? He goes, hey, soap, and don't flatter yourself, peewee. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of banter lots of and banter and he goes don't worry the other one will will drop and he says whatever tripod he goes whatever, whatever Minnie Mouse lots of dick jokes mm-hmm. and a little homophobia 
And a little homophobic. Well, that was a lot of homophobia. <laughs> he freaked the fuck out. For 1989, there's only a little homophobia. That's true. For 2018, that's a lot yeah, of homophobia. Be, uh, yeah. Twitter would explode. <laughs> well, at this point, they're like, don't worry. They don't put cops in general population. <laughs> so guess where they went? To general, general population. population. And there's a riot, sort of. Fire's raining down from Fire. the heavens. Where are they oh, getting... there's fires everywhere in this prison. <laughs> like the... They had lighters back then. They were allowed to smoke. So, but there's just fires in the hallway. Like they don't have heat. They just like fires. <laughs> burning paper raining down on them. Yeah, and every prisoner knows them yeah. and is very well, angry. They well, explained they, that they put of half them. of the people in here. Yeah. They are the number two, number one, and number two cops in the city of and L.A. We get a great line here. He says, "Cash, we put some brown sugar in your ass." <laughs> it's like. And then Cash responds with, I forgot to bring the marshmallows. <laughs> you were going to be very popular. I don't so see we... a lot of your fan club either. <laughs> and then we see the face. So, yeah. yeah the, well, it's not really a face as much as it's just a chin. No, that's <laughs> what that guy is billed as, as face. That's yeah. his character he name, have been billed face. as chin because he's it's like... Robert Zadar. He's like, cops! And he's shaking his, yeah. his cell. He's yes. like, bring them here! I want to talk to you! It's Robert Zadar and hey, his pop. character name is face. He's the maniac, maniac cop himself. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what does Tango do? He goes... Oh, yes, I love Joe Conan. The barbarian reaches through and grabs him and smashes his face into the bars and says, if you're looking for me, my ass will be in the neighborhood. Walks away. There's no Casually pushing up his glasses. Fun tip about the glasses, those are Sylvester Stallone's glasses. Oh, really? He wears yeah. glasses? Yeah. He usually wears contacts in movies, but for this, he wore his glasses. Oh, did not know that. Yeah. I did because I read a bunch of fun facts about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, just throw those out when you do because I'm going to do a lot of talking. I need you to throw those out, okay? Would you like me to throw out some fun facts? Fun facts when you when they're appropriate, though. Like, you know, like this was appropriate because he touched the glasses. Well, said. but my fun facts that I want to talk about aren't really appropriate to interject. Like the fact that Patrick Swayze um, was originally cash and actually began filming and then was fired and replaced Ooh. by Kurt Russell. Didn't he, Ooh, didn't he do Roadhouse? Wow. It did Roadhouse, yes. Oh, shit. Also, was that, would that be better? No. Uh, other, <laughs> other people considered for the part of Cash. I love some Patrick Swayze, though. Pierce Brosnan. Are you crazy Kevin for Swayze? Kevin Costner, Harrison Ford, Richard Gere, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson. Could have been real good. <laughs> Michael Keaton, right. Ray Liotta right. as Gabriel Cash, Liam Neeson, Gary Oldman. That probably would have been awesome. Bill Paxton, Ron Perlman. All right, so everybody's got to pick two that aren't. Gary Sinise, Bruce Willis, and James Woods. Okay, who's your two? You can't pick. You I can't don't pick even remember Stallone. what she well, said. Well, then you don't get to play. <laughs> That's fine. But we do. I don't want to play. <laughs> so, I, so Stallone was always going to be Tango. No, 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 you don't get to pick them. Was, no, but Stallone pick was always going to be Tango. But Cash, Cash, Bill Paxton as Cash? That would have been weird. Gary Oldman is Cash? I'm going what? Gary Oldman. I want... Michael Keaton oh, and Ray fucking Tango. and fucking Patrick Swayze. Yeah, but um, Michael Keaton was busy in 1989. He was well, doing I know. his little flick called Batman. I've heard. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ray Liotta would have been a real one. Ray Liotta would be. Ray Liotta would have been really good. If, if it was two people who could be cash other than Russell, it would be Ray Liotta and Gary Oldman. I'm just saying. And I do believe, I don't, I don't think there's anybody. Ray Liotta would be different enough. Like, I like how they're, eh. how they're so different. But yeah. I don't think anybody but Stallone <clears throat> was considered for tango. Probably not. Also, Kurt Russell almost um, played Mel, Gibson, Mel Gibson's part in Lethal Weapon, and he based his character 
on that character. It makes sense because he's got Cash the super, and, super Cash was in, His character was inspired by... Um, All he needed was the flannels. Rigs. <laughs> Really. All right. Well, and a smoking. really good shot. Yeah, really there good There we shot. go. All right. Fun facts. All right. So Tango meets his cellmate. Anybody recognize this man? I do. Who is it? It's, um, uh, oh, Jesus. Ron Clint Howard's Howard. Brother. Clint. His name it's is Clint. Clint Howard. I said Ron Howard's brother. <laughs> Clint. Calm down. Who was in every movie that Ron Howard directed. Yep. I, for a second, I was like, did Ron Howard direct this? And I'm like, no, it's 89. <laughs> <laughs> Cash me, doesn't quite meet his cellmate yet. He walks in. And he's got to take a leak. And we got a foot comes out and goes, that's my crapper. <laughs> he goes, all right, pal, let's get something straight. And this rather large gentleman comes out and he goes. Rather large. Rather large. Looks at him and he goes, let's get something straight, pal. That is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody recognize that guy? Um, I mean, I'm sure I've seen him in He's stuff, been in other but... stuff, but nothing that sticks out. Um, Tango's cellmate is doing his best to intimidate him while he plays with the slinky. <laughs> Crazy people aren't scared of anything. That's right. You see that? And he points to his his, his article. I killed my best friend. It's like congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and Tango is just like, would you look at that? The price of sugar has gone up. He's not impressed by this little fucker with a slinky. All right, so we cut to nighttime. Poor slinky. <laughs> Well, and um, Cash is having a hard time sleeping because <laughs> he's on the bottom bunk and his rather large dumb is on the top bunk. He has bunk. a flabalanche above him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's having a hard time. He pulls over and he punches him. And, and he farts. And he's a little flatulence. <laughs> like, oh, crap, now we stuck it. Which I was stench. sad. I was sad that Kurt Russell didn't make a, oh, my God, that's so awful face. Because <laughs> yeah. it would have been... It should have been a really bad fart. Yeah. yeah. Well, it might have been. How do you know? You but he had, didn't make... You never had prison food? There was no smell the fart acting <laughs> there, so... Uh-huh. Well, and we cut to Tango and his and his his fiance he's Slinky... Doing, he's doing a little better. ...is also being... He's having a hard time sleeping because his fiance Slinky is having a hard time because he's tied up in a fucking Slinky. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't just seem like it would be that hard to get out of. Let's just be serious. I don't, slinky. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I have seen a tangled slinky, but couldn't you just stretch well, it out had, and pop it off your face? You had part of a slinky, but you straightened it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Tango and Cash get ripped out of their cells by what I refer to as a plethora of men yeah. that are presumably going to beat them up and drag them to the bowels of the prison. I could be a writer, too. Yeah. Um, they use a couple of one-liners, and they meet Perrette. Ponytail is there, and Tango says, oh, shit, that's the guy I followed in the setup. Tango tells him not to panic. He keeps telling him, don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. So what does Cash do? Panics. He panics. <laughs> he says, all right, you want to kill me? You want to cut my fucking throat? To be fair, they do put a straight razor in his face. <laughs> They're like, he's pretty sure he's about to check out. And he goes, if you're going to kill me, kill me by an American jerk off. Not this Not an immigrant jerk off. And we get, you bloody wanker. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. So, yeah. Tango's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to buy time. For what? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. <laughs> so the inmates surround Cash and tell him they're going to be FUBAR. And he goes, what's FUBAR? You'll see. Is this the origin of FUBAR? No, I think that's a military term. I don't know, but this is the first time I had heard it, but yeah, I was not sure I, know, I, heard it's, it I know it's a military term, but, but I feel be. like this is the origin in pop culture of FUBAR. It could be. It could be. I wonder if the military takes it from them. Maybe, Probably not. But I doubt it. If anybody uh, knows the, the etymology of FUBAR, please let us know. At 
on Movie Podcast Dogs. Also, uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Or uh, you can tweet it, it's probably better. <laughs> or Unless you have a picture of Fubar. <laughs> or you can send it to our Gmail. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Instagram. <laughs> So we'll be with the doggies. Also, Jack Palance, Batman's his way in and out of this scene. Yeah, Because he he's like, yeah. the smoke appears. He just disappears into the fucking smoke. I was like, wow. You know, funny you should mention that because I have a feeling he went right from this set to the set of Batman. Yeah, I think he did. Didn't even change his clothes. Played the same character. Played the That's same character. Didn't change his clothes or nothing. He just came in. And he, he talks to them. He talks to them for a little bit. And then he, he's in shadows, so they can't see who they he can't is. See right. Him. So cause then he left here and was like, is that you, Sugar Bubs? Yeah. Let's just what do you say? Let's just say, I'm someone that doesn't like you very much. Hey. It's pretty cool. And then they proceed to get their asses kicked. Yeah. Um, well, was Conan is there, who we call whose face, but they face. keep calling him Conan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I like which I'm sure Conan. is a dig at Schwarzenegger because they fought yeah. fought all the time. Um, so it's like, and Conan is like. You and your cop friends had a real good time. It broke my ribs, my leg, and my jaw. He's like, you broke that jaw. It's like, yeah, I was having a bad day. Like now? Like now! And they both punch him, so he's having yeah. another bad day. And the fight is on, but with a thousand-person advantage, they don't last very long. No. <laughs> and Tango and Cash are hung, and Ponytail's playing with electricity, which seems like a bad idea. There's some pretty good um, choreography in this. Not that it's realistic, but it's interesting, like some of the cool shit that they do. Yeah. So pay attention to that. So each person is lowered into water and shocked. And, well, uh, they say they they have a little talk about do they have family, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Tango's like, yeah, uh, I, you know, and then he, said, he just says, yeah, it doesn't explain. Yeah, he doesn't he says, explain. what about you? He goes, well, I'm going steady with an alimony check. Yeah. It's about all. <laughs> and he so, decided to lower uh, Gabe, Gabriel mm-hmm. in first. Yep. And they get shocked, and Tango, it's pretty bad. <laughs> cash, cash. All right. So luckily, the warden busts in and saves them. The assistant warden. Yeah, him too. Matt. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is Ponytail leaves. Like, he was shocking these two in a prison. They all fucking just disappear. He just walks out. And he just leaves. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so Matt talks to him and says he doesn't have the power to get them... Get them... Mo- oh, sorry, no. He tells me the only thing they can do is escape. Because the assistant warden doesn't have any power to move them or isolate them. Because he's only the assistant warden. Which doesn't really... Which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. sense. <clears throat> so, yeah, the you know, being the warden gives him no power to do anything other than just say, hey, I have a really good escape plan for you. So he explains their um, escape plan, gives them the broad strokes, and that's it. They walk away. Now, Cash trusts him because he used to be his sergeant, mm-hmm. and he's known the guy for 15 years. But Tango does not trust him and thinks it's another setup. Tango's like, hey, why don't we go this way? And he's like, no, that's not the way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, what's with your friend? He misses his wardrobe. And, and as he's walking out, he, he grabs a shirt and goes, I don't miss my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to the next day. Cash comes to Tango's cell and says, hey, it's time to go. Tango's changed his mind and decides to stay. Cash says, did you forget about last night? I have a real aversion to getting foobar. What is foobar? Anybody? Fucked up beyond all recognition. Good job. And Tango says he's not going. Well, at this point, Clint comes in, who I guess they're calling Slinky in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> says, who's this? This is my fiance, Slinky. Up, Slinky, and Slinky hops up. Cash is like, all right, fine. I hope you and cousin It here are very happy together and raise a lovely litter. And he takes off. 
because here's my question. Cash got them assigned to trash duty. Tango says, oh, I don't want to do it. In prison, do you get to say, no, I don't want to do trash no, duty? No, here's my question. The guard says, come on, you're late, but it doesn't say anything about fucking... You're missing a guy. You're missing a guy. Says, Sorry, boss, do my best. <coughs> Cash taking out the trash in the pouring down rain, but he's ready to escape. Cash busts through a wall with a crowbar that he has to have, that would happen to be handy right there. Well, Matt said he would leave him all the tools he yeah. needed. That's why I said it was handy. <laughs> he opens up a sliding door and there's a giant fan that's turned off. And who do we see? Something's rolling at him. And he's like, oh shit. He looks like he's going to, you know, waffle him with the crowbar. But it's Matt. He's he did. Dead. He did. He did his disco. Even I have to accept that he's dead. <laughs> first, oh, wow, that's <laughs> real dead. Now, here's what I want to know. Why is Conan with the guards? I don't know. Chasing down Cash, because Cash hauls ass back through, and he closes the door, and luckily it's got, like, a latch so we can put the crowbar through Yeah. so they can't open it. This whole place is super corrupt. And so. luckily, you know, as the guards are trying to get in there with the slide, Conan's like, get out of my way. Well, they did murder the assistant warden, so... I don't think if these guards helped this guy murder the assistant warden, they can't possibly have a problem with the prisoner being out of his cell. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't even realize they were the guards. I thought it was just that group that he brought in last night. <laughs> <laughs> with shotguns? <laughs> but just then, that fan that was turned off all of a sudden starts. Uh-oh. Cash is in trouble. Mm-hmm. All right. So at this point, after only... um. Tango comes and sticks a pipe. Something. Yeah, some kind of big big metal object yeah. in the fan. And fucking stops the fan with he his goes, bare hands. I was lonely. <laughs> I can't hold this all day. I can't hold it all day. <laughs> and he gets through and opens it up. So now after only peeking at the blueprints for about a second, they know their way out. Now oh, yeah. Because they can't go the way that they're planning. So yeah. they're ready to go. Yeah. <coughs> we need a sneeze button. Because I'm tight. Yeah, it does. <laughs> All right, so I lost my place after the sneeze. <laughs> so they they go to Plan B. That's right. Which they're probably going the long way that Tango originally suggested. Yeah. Then we get a good good line here because now Cash is in the lead and Tango's asking him, "You know where you're going?" Yeah. Are you sure you know where you're going? Yes, I know where I'm going. All right, get your ass out of my face and get there. (laughs) Well, they're climbing up a pipe thing. Why would you say that? (laughs) It looks like, what the thing they're climbing looks like the, if you got a grain silo and you got the spout that the grain comes out, that's what it looks like. But why there would be a grain silo and a spout on a fucking prison, the world may never know. (laughs) This is a a weird prison. There's a lot of weird stuff. All right, so Cash tells Tango, don't touch the power lines. And they're sneaking through, look like some some power lines right there. And they're wet, so they're arcing and sparking, you know? Looks very much like the scene in uh, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This prison is almost like Uh (laughs) post-apocalyptic. So now Cash tells I'm pretty sure this is where Snake Plissken did say (laughs) this came from LA. It might have been, might be why he knows his way around. Yeah, you know. so, so Cash tells him what they're going to do is he's going to slide down those power lines. And now neither one of them really know. Like, <laughs> but Cash is like... Tangle's see- like, we're going to fry. Cash goes, you know anything about electricity, do you? No. no. Goes, well, if you're only holding on to one wire, you're not touching the ground, you don't get electrocuted, right? <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Well, anyway, which I said was which I said I was talking to Carly. I think that's cool because it's 
back then you wouldn't you couldn't just google it you know what i mean like everybody knows everything now because of google and shit like that so like if you don't study why would you know how electricity works you know you're not you're not electricians well because you watch a lot of buddy cop movies and that tells you that (laughs) as long as you're not touching the ground you're fine it's the one thing in the movie that might be right it is right (laughs) you grab a power line as long as you don't get grounded you don't get electrocuted but don't yank on um, power lines yeah. So anyway. If you're trying to escape prison, it's the only way. Yeah. So, ta- so Cash asks him, if I don't make it, are you still going to try? Tony, what does he say? Depends on how close you get. That's a good answer. <laughs> so they have, to run really off, they have to run off a roof, do what? What do you think? 15 feet, 20 foot jump to this power line, catch the power line in the rain with their bare hands, then they take their belts and flip them over and ride it down. Pretty impressive. So Zipline style. The guy they created in Ninja Warrior saw Tango again. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was Japanese. So, he probably saw a bunch of weird 80s action movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Pretty impressive. This could be fun. Tango's going to run, but he's cut off by Conan, who's now by himself. Yeah. And he's got like a grappling hook. Yeah, he's got a chain, a uh, grappling hook on a chain. He hooks hooks his leg. Hooks and his leg. And which, him. Where did you find that? <laughs> it was with the dead warden. Anyway. So fight, 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 fight. And those power couplings that they had to sneak through earlier. Yeah. Tango knocks Conan right into him. And he's, oh, and then, and dies. He yells out Tango. Tango, yeah. He was touching the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And all the power lines. I know. All right. So Tango, after being beat up for a little while, grabs his belt and jumps off and he makes it. Oh, and, and by the way, after you do this amazing catch jump, you get to fall three stories to the fucking ground. Yeah. Yep. It yeah. looks like it hurts like a bitch. Yeah. So Cash has been standing there wondering as he goes, where you been? You stopped for coffee in a Danish? And Tango quips, I hate Danish. Do you know why? Because he just got divorced from Brigitte Nielsen. That is true. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't either. <laughs> well, because I just did the math. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I stole your line. <laughs> well, I'm putting in fun facts. <laughs> that is a fun. That would have been perfect for that. Good job. <laughs> this was all teed up. <laughs> Fucking stole that shit. <laughs> all right. Tango tells him, "All right, if it gets too hot for you, go to a club named Cleopatra's. Ask for a girl named Catherine." And they part ways. She'll know where to find me. That's right. So we cut to Perrette. Who's FaceTiming Lopez and Quan <laughs> <laughs> on his giant TV? On his video giant TVs, phone. but the TV is like I don't know, thirty TVs instead of one big TV. Yes, because I guess they didn't. Yeah, have, they didn't have. Uh, they still had fucking those big ass TVs. CRTs, yeah. They yeah. didn't have flat screens. Yeah. It's funny because it's thirty small TVs, but the picture is spread out over all of the TVs, yeah. not on just one small yeah. TV. Yes. <laughs> Which I guess you could do. I don't know how that works. And it's so impressive. Those old TVs? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. And it's it impressive would... for 1989. Yeah. It looks like he's money, got a apparently. real high, high-tech villain's cave. He, <laughs> does, he owns a lair. So he has got some He's bucks. a really big football he fan does, and does he, not want to miss a game. He does fucking own a lair. A lair. Right. That is a lair. With with guards and we'll get to it, but holy shit. He's, well, he's like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the fucking Joker. He's got a lair. Wait a minute. Was this the Batcave? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Because in Batman, you want to be Michael rat- Keaton has a bunch of TVs too. <laughs> Maybe you want to be Ratman. Yeah, Batman. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Perrette knows about the escape, and it's not worth getting upset, and hangs up on him because he uses his giant remote and turns it off. <laughs> and we meet Owen for the first time. He was looking at a paper, and he's, oh, no, 
I hope he's okay. He's been in a few things. I think he was in Roxanne. What I remember. Uh, yeah, he's been in nothing really that sticks out, but he's been in a lot of stuff in the 80s, 90s. He's a fairly prominent character actor. Uh-huh. So Cash shows up, and Owen gives him a bunch of guns. And he says, I always know we have the same taste in weaponry. <laughs> he and says Q, basically, from yeah. the bomb. Yeah. And no one seems to notice. <laughs> this guy, who was in all the papers and just escaped from prison, is just walking around, yeah. grabs a bunch of guns, and walks out. No problem. But what's great is right in this scene, we, we see that uh, there's a new breakthrough in senior citizen home defense, which is a stuffed dog with a gun in its mouth. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Not going in, going out. Yeah. And it explodes because it doesn't work. But but uh, Gabriel still likes it. He's like, cool. Yeah. Good job. Good job. <laughs> you just gave me all these guns. Anything you do will be fine. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> so we cut to Tango, who interrupts uh, a mealtime for the crooked FBI agent. It's spaghetti, and he gives him shit about it being junk food. That's carb load, bitch. Quit complaining. Uh, so, Tango's like, hope you got paid a lot of money. And he's like, hey, you want to split it? <laughs> You're going down. Remember that? It was a great song you sung to me. So, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. They want me dead anyway. So, he's like, oh, I'm bringing you in. So, as I start walking, he pushes Tango away. Gets into his garage. Mm. Gets in a car and boom! Boom. They Big. did want him dead. He wasn't lying. They do want him dead. You should have at least had him have his last spaghetti. <laughs> Cut the cash. He's at um, Skinner's place. And he's playing with uh, a keyboard. Yeah. Skinner comes in. Hey, what are you doing with that? He turns around with a fucking shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> and shoots the, um, Shane, the chandelier. chandelier. And he says, lucky for me, this place is soundproof. So no one's going to hear me beating the truth out of you. <laughs> Pretty good line. Cash is you're never going to be uh, state of the art with crap with, with garbage equipment like this it's like garbage it's the state of the art and he starts shooting it yeah. <laughs> there he was wants, a gigantic speaker in there yeah. he wants answers he's like you have a lot of uh... you get all my my, uh, my best hits and yeah. tangos and, and tangos too. you made that tape this is pretty lucky they asked you to qualify your own work this is I am the foremost, foremost expert authority. yeah <laughs> and we cut the tango who looks to talk to his captain. Um, Cash ends up going to Cleopatra's to find Captain. Well, what does he get from the sound guy, though? He gets an address, right? Uh, he gets Perus. a tape. Yeah, he gets the tape That's from the when tape. the guy first the, called the, him about it. Yeah. Yeah. He says, um, what was, he, I, I skipped it, but he he's, asks him, what's, where'd you get paid? And he's yeah. like, um, I don't know, I got an address. What's the address? I don't remember. And then he <laughs> the shock, the shotgun. He's like, but I, I recorded record the conversation. conversation. He's like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So he's off to find Catherine. And he's asking her, hey, is Catherine here? And uh, I don't know any Catherine. Hey, Bob, is Catherine here tonight? There's a bunch of Catherines here tonight. Yeah. Just then. Out comes a giant fan and Terry Hatcher wearing nothing but silver. And it's kind of a striptease. I don't know. I don't know what kind of place this is. I'm not sure. It doesn't seem to be a strip club. It's a dance club. Right. But I do have an important question. Mm-hmm. So after Terry Hatcher takes off her uh, top and she's in the bikini top, yeah. the high cut bikini, glittery bikini bottoms, right. and the white tights. Yeah. Very hot. <laughs> Very horrible. Hot. My hot. question is, were those tights connected to her <laughs> bottoms? Because 
those were very like they're high cut up they're french cut so they have the high cut on the legs Mm -hmm. but still the waistband was very low but you don't see tights peeking out of the top of that waistband so how the fuck (laughs) how is this happening cut them down you can't cut the waistband out of your tights or they won't stay up that's true that's how tights work they would have to be part of the those that's one piece this is tight talk You know, look. I've if seen this you guys had ever worn pantyhose, if you had ever worn pantyhose, you know they come up to your bra. <laughs> if you had ever had to dress like a woman to to get away from the cops, oh, you would know about pantyhose. It was very. Right. I was like, it what the have fuck to be is happening with that? So that's what you wanted to know. I would like to, Tony. I want to know more about this drum solo because she walks right to the bartender and is like, Tony, sticks. Pretty terrible. This is where she sees cash and like takes a moment. And they have what's called a shared moment. He, mm-hmm. She recognizes him. Well, he's, Nobody else does, but she does. But she yeah. definitely Again, recognizes him. Cash is, is like the wind, man. He just blows right wherever he wants and nobody notices it's him. I think at one point... He's like a one-man he, cold. He, he <laughs> kind of covers his face for a second. Yeah. Well, he notices cops are starting to Well, as soon as cops come in, he knows, all right, well, these yeah. guys are going to know me. That's Bill. He was at my house last week. <laughs> <laughs> I owe Steve 50 bucks. So he starts to kind of move around and yeah. try to get out right. without being... And, and Terry Hatcher is just... Where did the drums come from? It's bizarre. Where? Because there was a giant fan behind her, the stage was empty in front, all of a sudden there's drums. Where did the drums come from? Roadies brought them in. Seriously, her dancing is not great. Oh, it's so bad. Her drum playing is not great. No, her drumming is better than her dancing. Yeah, but it's not saying much. Are people no, paying to no. watch this bad well, dance? Did you see the drawing? audience? Did you see how well-dressed their audience is? This yeah. is like performance art. It's bizarre. Well, and here's the worst part. It is, yes, it is most LA. performance art. We're going to pay right into my one of my, my least favorite movie tropes. So, she sees that a cop's getting real close to cash. So she goes and just starts shaking it in front of the cop. And the Knocks cop... Knocks his hat off, I think. Like, is in a daze where he can't do anything but like... <laughs> and she pushes his hat off. I'm like, really? I've seen dudes mesmerized by boobs. Really? Because the trope is... Not my boobs. If a pretty girl says anything to you, you are powerless against her. He, he wasn't powerless to a pretty girl. He was powerless to boobs. No, I don't care, I don't care whose boobs they it's are. It's because you're if, an ass man. If I'm like, That's true. <laughs> People tell me all the time, you're such an ass, man. You've never been mesmerized by boobs. but I've I don't care. It could be the best ass boobs. in the world. If I'm on target here, I'm like, oh, I got to walk around, look for this guy. And some girl's shaking it. I'm like, all right, well, I'm busy right now. Well, walk I away. I don't think <laughs> they're well, looking thing is for her, cash. The boobs aren't out. It's just yeah, a bikini. Like, it's it's, a, it's a silver bikini top. Yeah. Honestly, I thought they were coming to question in LA. her about yes. her brother. Yeah. Have I'm you ever sure been to LA? That... Let me explain something to you about LA. There's a lot of women who look just like that walking around. Okay, there's a lot they of don't, they don't always have their, their whipped cream bikinis out, but or silver bikinis. He did a very whipped cream. uncomfortable hand motion. He like tickled his own nipples. It was very upsetting. And I'm really sorry that you guys didn't get to see it because oh, I saw it. I saw it. I looked other way. I was like, he's doing something. I'm gonna give him his moment. And I said whipped cream bikini instead of silver bikini, and I blame Carly for that. All right. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna skip over that. Okay, care, to to the next scene. She <laughs> says, "I am Catherine," and takes him in the back. Says, "I'm Catherine." 
so we can talk about boobs again. And we get <laughs> and we get tit talk too, electric yes. boogaloo, yes. and they because there was nipples a plethora. What do you yeah. think and of that like most sequels, good there's placement. way good more placement. Good placement. Good placement. Like and all these girls are just sitting there with their boobs out, and they see a man walk in, they don't recognize him again, no, and they're like, "What's up?" Well, there's men back there. That's true. Because Elvis was back there. Elvis, true. what's your size? All right, and For they tell these me, ladies not to be strippers, they sure are comfortable walking around topless backstage. Now, but there's lots of kinds of things where you have to make a lot of wardrobe changes. Mm-hmm. So, and, and yeah. you would just be comfortable. Like Vegas showgirls, they're ch- doing wardrobe changes all the time. And models, yeah. they're always stripping down. And there's people coming and going. You just so, get used to it. It's like if you go to a locker room, you change your clothes, you don't really think about the it. If dudes were in there, it wouldn't be weird to you. You'd be like, all right, well, it's another thing, whatever. I think that's the kind of job where you just wouldn't care as long as you just as get over that kind of thing, yeah. Although you would probably notice the strange man. <laughs> it doesn't belong. <laughs> and at least cover up the areolas. <laughs> they were just kind of looking at him. Like, they didn't even... They like, what are do, you doing here? They He's like, eh. They weren't do, giving him, like, suspicious side eye, but they weren't giving him flirty side eye, which I also appreciated. <laughs> What's funny about this is he goes... There's no place I'd rather be yeah. right now, but is there some place we can go? She's like, let's go out the back. And he's like, no, they would have gone there. Yeah. They're the police. And she's like, well, how are we going to get here? This is when he says, hey, Elvis, what's your size? And, and you think and he's going to wear Elvis' Yeah, and jacket. we see Elvis, who's about his size. Very distinct black leather jacket with And we see that same leather jacket. all over it. Yeah, walking out with a helmet. And the police stop saying, all right, Dara, let's see who it is. And they pull off the helmet, and it's Terry Hatcher. Mm. And just then we get... Kurt Russell in drag. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, Lynn, let's go. And the same dumbass cop that was distracted earlier yeah. hits on him. <laughs> that robot's instructor, huh? <laughs> Can we talk about his wig? No. We can talk about his makeup, though. It's, that's the worst wig since Only Lovers Left Alive. <laughs> it could not have been... The only thing that could have made it uglier is if it was made out of yak's hair. <laughs> Wow, she got a whole lot he in there. He did yes. walk well in those like, shoes. If though. those bangs, <laughs> if those bangs had been combed forward, it would have been fine. But somehow his bangs looked like some like he had slept on his forehead. <laughs> well, and that same dumbass cop does what every lesbian, I'm sure, never wants to hear. How about a three way? Yeah. <laughs> so they and both flick cigarettes they at him. Flick cigarettes at him. They both which, hit him. I appreciate it. Which, <laughs> which is I probably think... what every lesbian ever wants to do when someone yes. says that. Which flicking a cigarette at someone is kind of assault, but I think in this case it's warranted. You're like, well, you are a dick. There's you, lots of things happening that are not exactly. Well, you don't just ask two random girls, hey, you want to have a three way? Okay. And you probably don't flick a cigarette at a cop. It's, both things are bad. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about either. Yeah. So we're going to leave it alone. <laughs> so you just met this girl who you were told to go see from your prison buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do, Elaine? Take off your dress? Take off your dress and get a massage from her on her couch. That's right. Pretty much, yeah. He didn't take it all the way off, though. He only took off part of his dress. (laughs) And he's like, you recognize me. And I was like, well, you've been in the paper a lot. (laughs) You think she would have been following her brother's trial? Yeah. Cash is hot for her, but doesn't know if she's related to Tango at this point. And he's a little apprehensive and asks him about, uh, so what's the deal with you and Tango? Yeah, he's like, what's the nature of your relationship? Because before he enters the premises. Well, she goes, do you love him? And she's like, like, yeah, yeah I, I love, love him. him. He's like, but really? I live my own life. And he's like, good for yeah. you. Yeah, this is a weird open relationship thing. And he's like, okay, well, I'm about to, you know, you know. So she helps 
slip so, his disc back in. So just literally. Then, just yes. then, yeah, actually, not figuratively. Just then, <laughs> Tango walks into his sister's apartment, which I would never do because what if you know she's yes. hopping on the good foot? What if she? What if she's putting some guy's disc back in? Because it could not sound more sexual. Because if this was a oh, porno, goodness, I, I can yes. hear why he would be making the. Ah, noises but why is she going it's almost back in <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can feel it it's like this is it was weird no, I, it's I, obviously for comedic effects, I know but I've but seen pornos where the banter is less sexual than because, it's just like, we saw Jason X we know how porno my is. chiropractor never sounds like that <laughs> thank god for that Dr. Nick hi Dr. Nick <laughs> next time I come see you if you start making those noises <laughs> Not gonna be funny, buddy. No, please just say it's almost back in. <laughs> uh, oh, gonna... it'd be so fantastic. Record it so we can play it as a clip. <laughs> All right, so just then, Tango sees someone in the backyard. So he grabs a duck and says, Heads up, dirt bag! He dives over both now, of them. Now, who was he talking? Was he talking to Cash? to his captain. I don't know. You think he might have been talking to Kiki because she was the one that had her head up. And what's funny is that he pushes him down and is about to hit him and he goes, Captain? And then He's Cash cursed. comes out with a gun. Was he pushes the screen door on him. He goes, yeah. you screen all your guests this way? Yeah. <laughs> Cash pulls a gun and he's like, hey, Tango! <laughs> all right. And this is where we see that Cash is still partially in right. the dress. <laughs> Got like the slip on or something. So, Cash and Tango, I mean, excuse me, Catherine and Tango argue about Tango not knocking. She's got some some things here. He's like, excuse me, isn't this one, two, three, happy place? Do I not own this place? And she's like, I pay you rent. You're two, <laughs> like, two, two weeks, weeks late, late, by the way. <laughs> you and were in prison. <laughs> Tang, uh, Cash jumps in. Well, in Tango's defense, he was in prison. He's like, oh, I guess Ooh. my pantyhose is uh, riding up into the unknown here. They both shoot him an evil look. I'm totally mm-hmm. on her side here, though. If I Me pay too. you rent, it's yeah. my place. I don't care if you're late on your rent, you just get to walk in people's houses. But we don't know their situation. No, yeah. Some people do but... just walk in. I mean, he obviously has clothes there, so. Yeah, yeah but like, but we, we are adults and this is my home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we don't care if you just walk in our house. That's what I was going to say. But I'm, you, you know I'm coming. I don't just walk in on random days when you're not expecting me. Especially <laughs> when I'm getting a back massage. Especially, it's like <laughs> late at night. <laughs> no, because they say it's four in the morning. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's so three, it's three, not three late at night. I'm it's early wondering. in the morning. The only time I have gone into your house uninvited was when I was house sitting and I had to break in. <laughs> well, don't tell anybody how you did it. <laughs> so anyway. Well, they got that, that, that button under the rock, you know, that you push. And, <laughs> and I mean, opens never mind. up the garage never door, mind. the door to the bat cave. Right. Muskrat, muskrat. <laughs> All right, so Cash shows him the tape he got from Skinner. And the captain has some info on Ponytail. So, like, well, how much time do we have? 24 hours. The captain says, I can only keep the uh, cops Thanks. off you for so long. Mm-hmm. 24 hours. You when did it start? About out. 30 minutes ago. You gotta figure out who framed you. Yeah. Post haste. So, we cut to Tango getting dressed. And, like I said, he's got a bunch of clothes at there. So, if he's got clothes there, he's got a room there, I guess, or a closet at least. So, yeah. coming and going, I don't know. So I still wouldn't be breaking in on my sister's, you know, I don't care. Who knows? What, I don't want, you don't want to walk into your sister doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, carrying on, moving right, All right. along. Hi, Gina. All right, so. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, <laughs> They chat a little bit. Hi, Audra. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> Did we mention everyone's sister? Yes. How, how to all the sisters out there? All right, so they chat a little bit. 
And Tango's like, you mean to get you a bond or something? Seven and a quarter yield. I'll Big take money. one, Ray. I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a really good return. Yeah. Seven and a quarter? I'm like, even in the 80s, that was pretty high. Weren't they having voodoo economics and shit back then? <laughs> anyway. The trickle-down effect? I was going to say trickle-down. <laughs> Getting any of this quality? Economics. Even worse. Yeah, I know. Keep yeah. going. Anyway. So, <laughs> they're about to leave and cash stops and asks out Catherine, hey, I'd like to get together and have a, <laughs> a, a, a mint julep or something sometime. <laughs> <laughs> mint julep? I don't know. <laughs> And she's into it. She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'd like that. And Tango, you look at him, like, he did a good face here. He's like, he's <laughs> <laughs> pretty mad. He did ask a couple times, what were you doing on the couch with my sister? <laughs> what were you doing with Queen for a day? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what were you doing with the elephant man? The elephant man. <laughs> bumping uglies with my sister. <laughs> bumping uglies. Uh, Sue so cut to cash, breaking into Ponytail's hideout. With a bullet lockpick set? Yeah, that was that upset me. <laughs> and it was just like a pin. Like, that's, you can't, it just doesn't work that way. You can't pick a lock like that. No. But, hey, whatever. All right. But I, I've heard. Yeah, this is a fantasy movie. <laughs> but he, he's caught by a ponytail who has a fucking machine gun. <laughs> Uzi. <laughs> and we get, good thing the tango is right behind him. Shame, shame. You know, ponytails are out this season. Puts his 45 in his back of his He's throat. like, how you doing, Cash? Oh, things are getting better by the second. Hey, I was about to have a... There's a party in the roof. Should we bring Mr. Potato Head? Sure. We'll be a party with Potato Head. And plan A, they're hanging him off the roof by his ankles. <laughs> he does him, not care. And he's a little bloody, so I think there's a deleted scene here yeah, of them beating him up. They beat him up a little bit. There are some deleted scenes in alternate cuts. I didn't watch any of that. Mm. All right, so... That's that, what the trivia says. And the trailer has alternate scenes in it. Really? Like, if you watch oh. the trailer, there's scenes in the trailer that were not in the movie. Well... <laughs> So they're like, ah, plan A's a loser. Got to go plan B. Plan B is to tape a grenade to Ponytail's face. Hiroshima ring a bell? <laughs> and Cash is like, you can't do this. Yeah. He's like, sure I can. You're a cop. He's like, I'm not a cop anymore. He said because of this guy yeah. and his buddies. He's like, I heard you were a section eight. But I didn't want to believe it. But I didn't want to believe it. <laughs> and he fights and he's like, if you can't stand the heat, get back. Jack. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> he's like, I'm out of here. And Cash walks away. And Tango starts to pull the pin out, and he's like, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And you can see it all slow, and then he rips off the thing. He's like, Perret, Perret, he's the gubna. <laughs> where's, where's the gubna? Where's the gubna? <laughs> and Cash stops and walks back up. And he just fell for the oldest trick in the book. Bad cop? Worst cop. That's it. Ha! Nope. No, but they no. don't do it. Oh, that's right, because they stop. They stop. Did you sleep my sister? It's like, I was so drunk, I don't remember. This is when he said, Bump Uglies, yeah. So then. It's a free country. What does that mean? (laughs) Your sister's a very free girl or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. So then. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) But first, Ray pulls the pin out of the grenade and says, My little contribution to birth control, sticks it in his pants and walks away. He's like, Ugh! Ugh! It's a bloody dud. Anybody ever seen The Hangover? Yeah. I bring that up because Tony looks confused to mention that they're on a roof. They left this guy tied yeah. up on a roof. Oh, I think of that all the time. They always it's do like, shit like that in movies. Um, that guy's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> because they didn't let him go this is or LA. anything. He might get some exposure before he dies. <laughs> like, he's about to get burned to a crisp yeah. out there. So after a day, he'll be dead. But anyway. They also say, uh, do you think he believed it? <laughs> it's well. like, well, he's not standing in a... <laughs> it's, it's not, not raining. raining. He's standing in a puddle. <laughs> so we cut yes. to Owen's place. And we see the RV from hell. Mm. And he's like, Owen, boom, gone, home run. This is a violent work of art. 
kind of thing that Carly would drive. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's just what I was thinking. Sorry. <laughs> Carly, you drive this thing, right? No. <laughs> there's a machine gun on the side of it. There's, a, there's right? a chain gun on one side of it, and then there's a machine I, gun on the front of it. I guarantee right? you, no one's taking your parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit much for me. I'm fine with my little Hyundai. <laughs> well... So they tell Owen they'll take it. And Owen's like, you can't take this. It's one of a kind. It's a prototype. And they both promise they won't put a scratch on it. They're fully insured. Fully insured? <laughs> fully insured. As they're driving away, Tango wants to know, Owen isn't family, is he? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Every- they don't even, like, they send him on an errand, and when he comes back, they're driving away. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he can communicate with his truck because he's on... Computer. Yeah. All right, so we cut to outside Perrette's compound. Tango tells Cash that he just wants to let him know you're the best cop they've ever worked. I want you to know that. Cash says, well, I just want you to know if I don't make it back, I'm going to date your sister. If you (laughs) You don't don't make make it back, back, I'm going to date your sister. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah, because Tango's starting to get nervous because he's looking at this compound that they're about to storm, and he's like, we might die. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to die. Aww. All right, so they arrive, and Owen pops up on the screen and tells him to use extreme caution. Tango agrees that they should use extreme caution. Cash says, of course they will, and breaks through the fucking gate <laughs> video game style. <laughs> and explosions are plentiful. Oh, God. In the middle of all this, we get the lines, where'd you learn to drive? Stevie Wonder. Hey, we're on fire. Yeah, we're really cooking now. God. One of the bad guys' trucks is the monster truck Bigfoot. Really? It was painted differently for this, but the owner of Bigfoot confirmed that it was, in fact, Bigfoot. Wow. Nice. Nice. Pretty cool. And we have two big tractor-looking things that are coming his way. And Yeah, why are there combines? There's dirt bikes with machine guns on them. I mean... Like okay, so my lair. Place is a place to hang my my villain lair is in a quarry, a quarry. Right. Okay, and I've got lots of. That makes sense. I got lots of henchmen with cool vehicles. That makes sense. But why are there farming combines? All right, so I'm not farming. It's a quarry. Yes. And we have another good, good quality line here. Mm-hmm. Got some good news and some bad news. What's the good news? Or what's the bad news? The bad. We're almost out of gas. The good. We're almost out of gas. <laughs> I'm thinking that does not get good gas mileage. No. 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 Not then. <laughs> Even now, RVs. Well, I mean, but you could, you could, in theory, come up with some bullshit where it's a hybrid or something, maybe. Yeah. But now, back in the 80s, no. Just then, Cash, I need a gun. So Tango gives him his snub those 38. Tango wants to, why is, my, why is yours bigger than mine? Genetics, Pee-wee. <laughs> ah, dick joke. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. The farm equipment, one on each side. They escape. They kill the guys that were driving the combines, and now they're driving the combines. Just well, because their yada, truck yada, caught yada. on fire. Well, yeah. And then they closed in on them and crushed. Yeah. started crushing the truck. Fun fact, that they couldn't put that truck fire out. Oh, really? Yes, they had trouble putting it out after the end of filming. And due Still burning to today. The, <laughs> due to the gusts of wind and how close they were to it, um, Sylvester Stallone's hair was singed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and at the end of the scene, we get Owen, hey, why aren't you guys talking to me anymore? <laughs> As they drive away. In their combines. In their combines. Now, I wonder if Cash knows, his, knows how to use a door at this point. Because mm-hmm. they drive right through the fucking entrance. 
and they get into a gunfight. And the guys in here evidently attended the academy with stormtroopers. Okay. They don't hit a goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, but we do find a lot of guns in this room. <laughs> and I have to sneeze again. <coughs> Excuse me. They trade out their guns for new guns. So now we get some really cool looking um, rifles. Uh, da, 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 da. But all of a sudden, a bomb is activated. And they're like, oh, crap. Yeah, because my villain lair comes with his own self-destruct. Basically. What the fuck? <laughs> and then you hear it say, thank you for pushing self-destruct button. <laughs> this building will self-destruct in five minutes. Twelve, I believe. Evacuate <laughs> the zoo! <laughs> Close down the circus! <laughs> all right, now we got our space balls referencing. All right, so now, uh, gunfight, gunfight, gunfight. And looks like Lopez is, is killed... Randomly. Yeah. But, oh no, nay nay, he's up and he shoots, he goes to shoot Tango, but Cash saves him. Ah. Then just, they kill just him. Just wings him. And he gets he's shot. Like, he goes, ah. How bad is that through and through? Not too bad. It's like, oh, you're lucky. He goes, I've been shot lots of times. Never felt lucky about it. Well, in the beginning of the movie, you got shot and you yeah. were fine. So you should, you should feel lucky there. He forgot to wear his invisible vest this time. Yeah. should have wore his long sleeve uh, bulletproof vest. Yeah. His long sleeve bulletproof yeah. t-shirt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Ponytail shows up and he has Kiki. Oh, shit. Tango's now, pissed. Kiki's the one that turned on the self-destruct. Because we know they have her because Jack Palance uses her hand to turn on the self-destruct. <laughs> she goes from hostage with one person to hostage with the other. Yeah. 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 Well, she goes back and forth. Yeah. Because now Tango puts down his, his gun. But Cash won't. Cash won't. He says, if we do, she, we're, dead. we're all dead and you know it. Yeah. And he's like, recognize plan B. And he's got a grenade in her hair. The, yeah, yeah, taped to the side of her head. <laughs> Which is kind of weird. Instead of killing him, Ponytail and some other random thug who just meanders in for yeah, no reason whatsoever. And But we do get a, a next position. This guy has really been wanting to beat your brains in. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thank That's you. All, not who he is or any reason why, but he wants to beat the That's shit out of needed. And he's like, you know what? This place is going to blow up, but I only got a few minutes to carve you up. Throws her down to the ground. He, he also says, I was thinking about fucking, Pleasuring your, your, sister. fucking your sister yeah. in front of you and making you watch. Yeah. But I only have a little bit of time because we already pressed the self-destruct, so I'm just going to kill you instead. Yeah, which is ridiculous and stupid. Which is dumb you don't yeah. drop your hostage because that's how you end up dead. Well, so Ponytail fights Cash and Random Thug fights Tango. So, um, boom, 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 bitty, boom, 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 bop, be ding, ding, and bip. And Cash pulls a grenade out of nowhere and says, recognize Plan C, asshole, and throws it and... Stuffs it down his pants pants, and throws him down the stairs. Throws him down the stairs. Boom, he's dead. Just then, Stallone hits it like a back fist. (laughs) And other random guy just dies. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Tango looks at him and Cash pulls the pin and goes, ooh, bar. (laughs) Which is pretty right but good good news Perrette has picked up Kiki she was thrown to the ground he picked her right back up where's Kiki where's Kiki and all of a sudden we have a weird hall of mirrors Jack out of nowhere (laughs) ever like he had this built just for this moment no he didn't who who has a hall of mirrors just off a straight off the side off your main office all right so this is my office this is the kitchen that's my (laughs) library this is the executive washroom and this is my hall of mirrors just in case (laughs) what the fuck well it keeps it right next to the comments so anyway they decide, 
or take him alive. You got a gun? Yep. Me too. Kneecaps. Kneecaps on three. One, two, and boom! They both shoot him in the forehead. My sight was off. Which Kurt Russell shoots him in the forehead with his gun boot. Tony's like, don't shoot at anybody who has a hostage with a gun That's going in our Hall of Fame up there with Jason and the Warrior I'm sorry, not even the Coog could hit somebody in the face with a gun boot in the head while he's holding your your friend's sister. There must be like, maybe what, two, three guys in the whole world that can make that shot? I mean, I heard a guy did a guy louse like that. With a gun boot? Rifle shot in high wind. I mean, that's nothing with the gun boot. <laughs> the gun boot. Dennis Hopper, on his best day, no. could not have hit with his Even the Marlboro ball. man went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, holy shit. God, Jesus. Very, very impressive. All right. So, they and they have a quip about how they figured how they out. figure it out. Hey, well, the monogram was off. He's like, oh, well, hey, I got how smart are we? Pinky ring. Pinky ring. Oh, yeah. How smart are we? All right. They pick up the sister. Let's run. <laughs> and they argue for a little bit before... I, narrowly escaping the bomb. The place goes boom. Kaboom. Boom. Big boom. Big big bada boom. Big bada boom. <laughs> Lilo Dallas multipass. <laughs> Alright, so Cash thinks after so they get they're like behind a berm now. And he's Cash is like, I think I've earned the right to date your sister. <laughs> Tango goes, over my dead body. Deal. <laughs> and they high five. And they have the weird high five where they crash fingers. They don't. Yeah. It's not a high five. It's like a high. I want to hold your hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John were, do, were doing it in bed. Because well, like, they keep doing it, but they stop. stop. And but then this they, time they, they're like. Like, like this. It's like, like so what weird. What are you doing? But, but then it's we like cut good. to that exact same high five in the paper. We have a headline that reads. Oh, that's right. Heroes again. <laughs> and. Ah. Credit scene starts rolling. Because they're not going to explain how they cleared their name. Yeah. No, just they went and there killed a bunch of guys. They, they killed everybody. Yeah. They went and killed a bunch of guys. There's well, they, really no case because everybody that would testify was dead. So, <laughs> Like, these guys did it. And it's, it's, have it's, to believe a, it. it's a small loophole that they don't use a the lot of. The only evidence they have is the videotape. I, or the, well, they have the cassette, cassette tape. Cassette tape. Which, where did um, they put that? They don't have any testi- testimonies because everybody's dead. Skinner's the whole dead. place blew up, so what are they going to do? Oh, yeah, Skinner's not dead. Skinner's not dead, so they can use him. I guess. It just seems super suspicious. <laughs> like, yeah. how are you going to clear your name? But on the other hand, I like that they don't explain it because then we don't have to listen to whatever asinine bullshit they pull out of their ass <laughs> to explain it. That's very true. All right, so what we, unfortunately, there is no post-credit flatulence scene. Yeah. And you don't ever get one of those again. Now, that's a one and done. Yeah. All right, so. Oh, who do I want to go? Everybody, they're all three is looking at me, and I'm wondering who I should have go first. I'm going to go with Carly, because she's looking away all of a sudden. <laughs> all right. My favorite character, I could not decide between Tango and Cash. Really? I thought it was going to be Cash, but then sometimes he was a little too much for me. <laughs> So we're going oh, with. And then I sometimes I thought I was going to be Tango, but then he would do something that. I, there wasn't just, a convenient dog. No, there wasn't. <laughs> there was a convenient dog, but he blew his head up. Yeah. He was stopped, though. Anyway. My least favorite character was Ponytail. So you're not picking at all? Well, it was a tie between Tango and Cat. I'll allow it. <laughs> the reason I picked Ponytail, other than the fact that he was an asshole, he wore a ponytail? It. 
his voice bothered me. Like, he's such a big dude, and when he opened his mouth, it was kind of weirdly high-pitched. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> well, he doesn't, it's, it's, he's doing a terrible accent. He's in Blade Runner, too. Oh, but I didn't care for his character at all. No, he's terrible. My favorite scene was pretty much everything at the strip club or dance club <laughs> after Carl's she realizes who he is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like they're all their interactions in the back, and then when they leave and okay. they flick the cigarettes at the cop. Uh, my favorite line was when he gave him the gun. He said, "Oh, come on, how come yours is bigger than mine?" Genetics, Pee Wee. It's a good line. My favorite prop, I think, is the lair. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're going with the favorite pop prop, I'm gonna maybay this movie. (laughs) Okay. I kind of enjoyed it. You should yank it. (laughs) But there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of stuff that just took me right out, and I was like, "What in the hell?" You know, you said mannequin was just like bananas. (laughs) Yeah. It was the '80s. This movie's kind of bananas. These guys were on cocaine shooting movies. These cop movies are though. Last Boy Scout, Meet the Weapon. They're all crazy. It it Bob and. I know that it was the 80s, but all the, and one of the reasons why I didn't pick Cash over Tango, the racism (laughs) spewed out of his mouth. It bothered me that he wanted, like, Tango decided whether or not Cash got to date his sister. She didn't even seem to get a say. That pissed me off. I earned the, she's sitting right there. I earned the right to date your sister. How about you don't get a fucking say? I do. (laughs) She was laughing the whole time like it was cool. No, she was laughing because he obviously doesn't get a fucking say. She already said, yes, let's go on on a date. Like, I took it as she's just gonna ignore him so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and and Tango and Cash too, they were definitely more of a, it's more of a I think if if you want to look at it realistically, it's more of a joke because yeah. he's gonna date date her anyway, and he has to be you know. But this well, is his buddy like, now. I've, yeah, yeah. It's you want to make like, sure your friends okay look, with yeah. your dating. I'm dating sister. your sister, and but we're newly friends, and I just want to make sure that we're still gonna be friends because yeah. I'm dating your sister. Yeah, like nobody's gonna be cool with. That. <laughs> All right. I don't let's... know. My my parents met because my dad was friends with my mom's brother. Nice. Hmm. So well, sometimes. Different era. It can work. It yeah. was the 80s. <laughs> it was the late 70s. So, wasn't that much different then. All right, so Tony, you're up. Oh, what movie is this again? Okay. Fly Low Tango's and Blows. Favorite character, I I like Gabriel Cash. I thought he was awesome. Um, Tango's definitely your... Uh, number two. A, number two. I liked them both. A I close number two. I, every time I thought this one, then something would happen, and I couldn't pick. Um... Least favorite character is uh, Gabe Sargent, the guy that because he mm-hmm. betrayed him, didn't he? I didn't think he uh, did. I don't think so. I, don't I thought he was I, really trying to help and that them. Was his captain, but he got the killed in the process yeah. because he's okay. a lieutenant. So okay, I don't know. They're both lieutenants. They mentioned that. Whatever. Like, he's your least favorite yeah, character. Yeah, favorite character. <laughs> but fuck that guy. Favorite scene is the uh, the jail fight. There was some cool. Again, I don't mean to harp on it. If you watch it again. Uh, Tango jump kicks this dude across the fight. It was some really cool ass choreography. Uh, Gabe does this cool ass underhand swing with a baseball bat and knocks this motherfucker out. I don't know. It's pretty neat. It's, it's as opposed to the usual, you know, punch me, I punch you, punch me, I punch you stuff. Uh, Tango does a palm strike in this one guy's face. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, favorite line: Anything Jack Plant says says. Uh, really? <laughs> oh, I can't oh. pick a line that that gave her. What, what are you gonna pick? 
Well, we'll see, I guess. I don't know, because everything is, you know. Tony, seriously, for, like, all day yesterday, was just doing his impression. Favorite. <laughs> That's your tertiary. sugar bubs? That wasn't in this movie. Favorite tertiary what? Prop. prop. Favorite tertiary prop. Exploding bazooka boots. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I will yay this movie. I own this movie, and I probably watch it every, at least every six months. I will say, partway through the movie, I was like, Maybe I have seen it. And even now, I'm not sure if I have seen this movie before. Well, I'm 100% sure you saw the movie. <laughs> well, I saw it, I saw it I yesterday. Hope. You may have tertiary watched it. But I may have seen it before, and I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> it, it was familiar. Well, again, again, you do the same thing with me that Elaine does with John. I'll watch a movie, and you... You you read a book or watch your phone, but every once in a while, an interesting thing will come up, and you yeah. look at it. The movie's on in, yeah. the, in the room with you, so you count it as I've watched it. Yeah. And you'll look up and go, what's going on? You know. All right, Elaine. I'm sure it's happened. Oh, so that was a yay for Tony? That's a yay for Tony. Yeah. All right, let me write that down. <laughs> so my favorite character is Cash. I'm going with Cash. Yes. So I, it's two Cash. I you always... Are Tango. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm both. <laughs> Tango and Cash, sorry. Carly never committed, sorry. No, I okay. did not. No, she didn't, but I, I definitely do. <laughs> Delone is not my favorite. <laughs> okay. I love Kurt Russell. Um, <clears throat> my least favorite character he is... He has quite the ego. Is Quan your favorite, your least favorite character? Is Quan is Quan played by the wonderful James Hong because he's wasted. <laughs> Pissed me off. They could have done something with him. He's wasted in this. Um, yeah, he could have really been a second to Palance, and it would have been awesome. My favorite line is, "Oh God, Ray Tango, how he loves to dance. He waltzes in and takes away all my drugs, then tangos back out again." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. It's that just is, the best. That is a good line. It's just, and I can't do it. In a Jack Pounce's voice, but, but it's even but maybe, better. Maybe Tony it's should. Even better. <laughs> like you're like you just everything he says. I can't pick one. It's this just, is the best one. That is, that is pretty good. <laughs> he has some really good fucking. Um, ones. my favorite scene is when they're at Kiki's house, and when Tango bursts in and grabs the duck and goes and attacks <laughs> the captain, and then afterwards he's like, "What were you doing on the couch?" Without it was just. I like that part that always makes me laugh. My favorite tertiary prop is the self-destruct button. I thought it was going to be the duck. <laughs> no, it's the self-destruct button because it's just like, why the fuck right. is that even in there? But I'm going to yay this movie because it's great. Outstanding. And a lot of people talk about like good, bad movies, mm-hmm. which I don't really think is a thing because you either like a movie or you don't like a movie. And it doesn't have to be a, a fantastic plot or a really engaging story. It could just be a stupid action movie, and it's still a great movie. So I think sometimes this falls in the category of good, bad movies, but it shouldn't because it's just a good movie. <laughs> you watch it, you're like, this is bananas. What a good time. <laughs> All right. And I like it. A yay from Elaine. John? A right, nay? My, my, <laughs> we'll get to that. My favorite character is Tango. I knew it was going to be Tango. It was Tango. I, I thought it would be. He, he loves the Because as close yeah. as, you know, Tango and Cash are like, oh, Carly's right. They're just neck and neck. Tango's a better dresser. He I is. did, he as he was walking around the precinct in his suit. Three piece suits? I Come thought. On. This what is, kind of detective wears three pieces? How John would be. <laughs> <laughs> he would never wear those kind of shoulder pads, let's be serious. Well, I mean. Well, in 80. I, I would if it was 89. Uh, my least favorite character. The double-breasted. My least favorite character is Conan. Oh, Robert Zadar, not for you. Yeah. I don't, there's just something about the guy that's always been like, he's just he, way overacting. He seems kind of like a raving lunatic. Yeah. You know, I've never seen Maniac Cop, but I really want to. I've seen parts of it. I never watched the whole thing, though. I feel like I really need to. My favorite scene is when Tango meets Cash. 
and they do the gun oh, yeah, thing. The he's gun. like, I'll blow oh, your yeah. neck out with this gun. He's like, you never reach with that gun. He's like, not that gun, this gun. He's like, hmm. <laughs> so you've heard of me. He's like, you're the second best cop in the city. He goes, funny, here's the same thing about you. The prop, <laughs> my, my tertiary prop was almost his gigantic laser sight. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's not, but that's not his fault. This is that, That's what the power so, yeah. sources they had back then. But that entire scene with the bicker right off the bat, and, which great. concludes with them going into the door. One, two, three. And he jumps in. That yeah. whole scene is just when Tango meets Cash. Yep. And my favorite line has been, I remember seeing this I, in the theater, or first time I saw it, I'm pretty sure it was in the theater, when Stallone goes, Rambo is a pussy. <laughs> I lost it because, you know, this was the 80s. Yeah. He's Rambo. I was like, oh my God, did you see that? He acknowledged Rambo. <laughs> Rambo exists in this universe, which means in a universe, this guy went to the movies and saw himself. <laughs> this, this right here, this is why John loves Deadpool. <laughs> oh yeah, makes sense. It's probably why. <laughs> because it's like a fourth, fourth wall, wall break. Fourth wall break? <laughs> John, like loves fourth, John likes the fourth wall John likes the fourth Because in my mind, when I was a kid, when I first showed, I was like, this guy went and saw himself in the movies. That's fucking awesome. So Rambo the Pussy is my favorite line. Uh, my favorite tertiary object is the duck. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? There was a joke about the duck. He says, lose the mallard and get yeah, yourself. Yeah, lose the mallard. And, yeah. yeah. But as soon as she said tertiary character, I was like, the duck. Yeah. And that was it for me. Yeah. Scream all your guests. Random self-destruct button. <laughs> um, everybody's got their favorite tertiary object. That's great. Um, I like that that's a new the thing. The I think we should keep one. doing it. Yeah, I, we'll I, do I don't it. even consider we'll that. We'll do it from now on. I just always forget it. <laughs> well, I was like, I picked the TV wall, but then we were talking about the mirror wall. She's like, I'll do the whole he thing. He had all this shit in there. <laughs> Random I couldn't pick one aspect of it. If I had to pick a least favorite tertiary prop, it would be that wig. Suddenly we're going to have a list of 45 things you have to pick for each movie Elaine always pays attention to a bad wig Alright, well yes, I am going to yay this movie You didn't get I, my, I wrote uh, it down I, I know, but I didn't say and it And I circled it Because we all go. know Because I love this movie when I saw it back in 89 I loved it every year since Oh shit, I got to think about it <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'll think, I know what I think so, you, I was just sitting there going what else? Oh, it's time to it's time to vamp. <laughs> so we're gonna do things out of order this week. Carly, hi Ben, hi Ben, Carly, hi, where Nicole. can they read hi, us ben. and hear us? Actually, yes. Please find us on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, and on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs. Find us, listen, rate, review, subscribe, listen to all the past ones. Holly Davis, really, Marble Man. There's some really good ones. That are not Harley Davidson and Marlboro Man. Actually, make sure you say the right ones because I have noticed every time we mention one, it gets a, a bump. Uh. Ooh, go back and listen to the loser so you can find out who the Coog is. There you go. <laughs> That's probably we do reference the yes. Cougar a lot. You we probably do. should listen to the, the losers. Yeah. Um, Tony. Squad. Tony posted about Mannequin Leap in a oh, forum yeah. online. He's got a lot of feedback. A lot people, of people are, are interested in Mannequin Leap, but we will need a new title. <laughs> Do we get any recommendations on the title? Everybody's like, no, make no, that. No, no, no. They, nah, just, they all We got a bunch of people that just want the idea of it. They, okay. they want a series for Mannequin based on what I was talking about. It's like, well, yeah. that, that's a really good idea. We yeah. should write that up and send it to those guys out in Hollywood. <laughs> all right. So. Hey, movies have problem, been made from fan fiction before. The problem with Mannequin is the title. It's just like Highlander. Yeah. You, it's like Highlander. Oh, Highlander. Yeah, but Highlander's just... It's just a dude in the movie. It's not yeah. what the movie... They're She's not, not a mannequin every time. Yeah. It's just, just one the... guy. He's yeah. from the Highlands it's of Scotland, so he's it. a Highlander. Yeah, yeah, it's a problem with the title. So, anyway. All right, so next week... Art on the podcast, Artisan Adventures, because she's always some kind of piece of art. <laughs> yes, but... Yeah, well, <laughs> that's cool. No, that's cool. But, but, but the, the problem plays. is that people won't... 
know that no, it's that's mannequin. mannequin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay on the podcast, Tony's pick is I'm gonna do uh, a remake of a movie we've already seen. Wow, interesting, interesting, interesting. Fright Night. Oh, you saw Fright Night, yeah. So we're gonna do the remake of Fright Night, which I actually love, which I don't like remakes normally. Wow, and, right. and for this a movie is, that I like so much, I'm actually hyped to see this. <laughs> All right, Fright Night. We've talked about it a lot, but none he of us telling ever us went and watched it. <laughs> well, goddamn it, I'm gonna make you watch it. <laughs> that is how you roll. All right, goddamn, well, you're gonna make it. So stay tuned for next week. We do uh, Fright Night. See, that would have been a good time to be like artisan girls or whatever it is you say. <laughs> Adventures. I'm sorry, I was just like, it just like, popped in there. Yeah, yeah. You know how we do the talk over the end credits now? Like, that's a bit. Because if you call it Mannequin the series, people are going to be like, what? Where's the mannequin? Yeah. You know, or, you know, oh man, I love Highlander in Highlander. It's like, no, his name's, you know, Well, it's like they did uh, Highlander the Raven. Yeah. Like, like, that Highlander had nothing the Raven. to do with... Yeah. Any of the McClouds. But that had that terrible girl it was, in it. it, it yeah. Amanda. Amanda. I hated Amanda in the series. Yeah, I didn't like her either. And then they gave her her own series. Like, why? You kept bringing this evil person back over and over again, and now you gave her her own series? I'm never, I still to this day, I've never seen an episode of uh, I've seen well, an episode of it. Well, she's a thief. No one cares. I don't care that she's a thief. Well, she wasn't a, an immortal either, was she? Yeah, she hey, was. Tony, sticks. She was like a thousand Where years do old the her. drums come from? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was one of those things where she was their friend and she accidentally killed an immortal, so they got... No. Like, what's his name did? The, the Richie? No, Richie. Richie. Yeah. Well, Richie was immortal, too. He, he yeah, was because, always going to be he was immortal. only because. He was always Well, gonna... either you're... The way that it works is you're immortal. And either you just grow old you and have, die, or you have to die a violent death. You have the you, potential... Triggers your immortalism. You have oh, the I thought potential. he was just a schmo and he no. accidentally killed an immortal and got the. Quickening. No, no. Mm-hmm. You have the potential to be an immortal, but if you don't, if you aren't killed violently, then you just live your life and die. Oh, really? Yeah. It's been a while since I watched this. If well, you watch Highlander, the end is it the End Game where you find out that Duncan was married to somebody? No, that was Highlander the Source. No, and the Duncan, Source. Don't talk about that. Well, no, but he. <laughs> well, it's hard to watch. No, you know but, what? No, 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 no. 